This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. It's the South Florida Morning Show with Jennifer Ross and Bill Adams on News Talk 850 WFTL. Engines full power. And liftoff Falcon 9. Go there it was. Copy what alpha. Together we expand what is possible in low Earth orbit. Add Astra and Godspeed AX2. That guy didn't ad lib that. Come on now. <laughs> Not only launching uh, Monday, but launching. I actually, the only reason why I play it, Jen, is because I'm bragging because I actually saw it early, like evening, early evening last night. Yeah, 5.37 is when uh, I, I, there were a bunch of us standing on my porch watching. And then, like, my daughter goes, uh, they're 90 seconds in, Ma. And I'm like, oh, they're already in orbit. Never mind. Uh, like, there were too many clouds. Mom, I think it's gone. Uh, they dock with the International Space Station. The crew will spend eight days there doing experiments. Uh, they're all retired. They're either uh, citizens. Uh, the captain of the ship is a female astronaut retired. Yeah. Uh, the other are paying passengers. One is uh, the first woman from Saudi Arabia ever. They're going to do stem cell research. Oh. So, and right. then they, they spend five, eight days there and then they come back. Also launching, is it today? Tim Scott announces? Yeah. He's pretty much, I mean, he's he's announced. He's got the video out already. But, I mean, when you announce, announce and do like a press conference. Because this was released over the weekend. Today's kids are growing up immersed in a culture where everyone's a victim. We have to start teaching the necessity of individual responsibility. I only saw hmm. that because Elon Musk retweeted it, and he said, good statement by Tim Scott. Well, I, you know, I'm sure Elon's dealing with his own issues because he can't get anybody at Twitter to go back to the office, and he's having issues with all those ki- those kids. I say they're kids, young people refusing to go back. I do better work at home. Yeah. Uh, I think he's going to fire all of them. But uh, So does he go to South Carolina, Tim Scott? and he, Where's he from in South Carolina? Do I don't know? know, but he is from South Carolina. You're right. So he's, he'll be in South Carolina somewhere online today to announce that he's running. A lot of people like him. Interesting, there's two candidates now, and there's going to be a bunch more. Uh, two of them are from South Carolina, Nikki Haley and him. Right. Wow. Where's Nikki? She has been, extra- for a person that's running for the presidency, very quiet. When was the last time you've seen her get up and do anything? Uh, not in person. No. You know, no. She's like nowhere to be found. She's hiding. Uh, so you got Tim Scott, and then you see more of Byron Donalds than you do of any of them. Guys everywhere. He's, he really is. Uh, but uh, he endorsed officially this weekend, he endorsed Donald Trump. Yes, he did. Uh, which, which is a big one for him. It's in state. And like you said, the guy's everywhere, so he gets a lot of media attention. I, it's, it was. It's, he's, he's very well respected, very loved. So uh, I, it, who knows? Maybe he will be a vice presidential consideration. Sure, he wouldn't mind. This yeah. is what uh, he's from uh, Southwest Florida. This is what he said and why he is endorsing Trump over DeSantis, even though he said he likes DeSantis. We need somebody who can step in day one, look at Vladimir Putin, look at Xi Jinping, and say, "Okay, enough. I'm back. <laughs> back off." What? Well, <laughs> pretty much how it would go too. Enough, and I'm back. He's right. You know what he said? He went on. He he elaborated. He said he went on to say that Trump has an uncanny ability when it comes to world affairs. With working with world leaders. I don't he know how anybody far, would yeah. doubt that. He said far better than anybody else. Even the, the, the biggest Trump hater in the world would have to look at where we are now 
compared to then. You think people that didn't vote for Trump because they don't like, I say, the man and his mean words have gotten over it? <laughs> no. Or are they, they're, okay, they're still going to hate him. All right, I just thought I'd ask. But like your friend, you had that example. You were with a far left-leaning friend who is adamant she would never vote for Biden again. Don't you notice that, though? I, I swear to you, the entire time Biden's been in office— I have not heard one person, I know plenty of Democrats, not one, none, that has said, damn right I'd vote for him again. No, none. They're I don't just, know of any. <laughs> you notice this, though? They're either saying, yeah, I made a mistake, which is rare, or they just stay quiet. They stay quiet, or they just kind of shift it, like that. my girlfriend was like, well, I like this. Uh, she likes Tim Scott, actually. She said, I, I looked at her, I went, you're looking at a Republican? Hmm. I said, you got to be kidding me. I'm like, shocked. Well, I like him. What about him? What do you like about him? I don't know yet. I got to do more research. Well, at least she's going to do some research. But she was like, this old coots run this country to the ground. And I just went, and you voted for him. She goes, because I hated Trump. I don't like the man. It's Doesn't it still tell you, though? And it's probably always going to be the case. Personality counts. If they don't like you personality-wise. And that's what turned off a lot of, you know, suburban women to Trump. Well, and and that's why Biden won, because it yeah. was a vote against Trump, because they don't like the mean words. I also think everybody just thought with Biden it would just be more of the same. It would just be, well, they'll keep the policies we have now in place, oh. and it'll just be calmer. It'll just be a boring four years. Ha! Or you're really wrong. Kidding. Boy, you're not kidding. I did have a question about that, guys. Yes, Diener? This was something, one of my weekend thoughts. I started thinking, you, you know. I, I know. <laughs> that's scary in itself. For people that we know who, who voted for Biden, which we know a lot of people who right. did, I, I started thinking to myself, do they uh, – yes, they have regret. We've heard them tell us that before, like your friend Jen. But will they actually go out and vote for Trump? Or if, if it is Biden versus Trump, will they just abstain from voting? Abstain, I think. They, they remember just that, wouldn't vote. There's that old expression. Wow. It's like you, you hold your nose and, pre- and pull the lever You know when you right. used to do that for voting. Uh, that's different with Trump, though. It is, right. I think they'll just stay away. I, I, that's what I'm thinking, too. Yeah. Has it come to the point where they just wouldn't be able to bring themselves, they, they know, okay, I can't vote for Biden again, I can't do it, like your friend Jen, but they also say, but I can't vote for Trump, I hate the guy, I can't do it. So they, I think they would just end up staying home, which, I, which is a vote for Trump a very valid end. point, actually. He would be more than happy if those sure. folks stay at home, yeah. absolutely. Or if all these other candidates draw votes away from him, right. you know, in the primaries and everything else. Away from Biden, that is. How far does, you know, an RFK Jr. go? Yeah, I don't know. I, don't know. You know? I, I think RFK Jr. has a really good shot. So I don't, it's it's a consideration, I guess. Maybe, maybe that'll be a poll question later on, you know, at the end of the year or beginning of 24. It's an interesting time. I does, know that much. Does Newsom throw his name in? Right. Yeah, I, I, yeah and when? I, I, I think he would have done it by now. Yeah. I think he's facing, he got so much backlash over his comment about reparations in California, he's afraid to run now. Yeah. They, they'll, they'll kill him. No, he's, well, uh, he'll get destroyed on that project. It's also the time of the year for graduations, last, yes. last days of school, depending on where you live. Oh, my God, the, the, the congratulations, congratulations, like like uh, banners and posters all over my neighborhood. Oh, yeah? Like everybody's getting out of school. But this little kid did it better than anybody. And what did he do? He's a first grader. Okay. You know, big graduation. <laughs> yeah. You notice that too, like the graduation parties for like kindergarten? We're having one. Don't remind me. It's VPK. Diplomas and hats. <laughs> it's like, we got signs, banners. I'm like, <laughs> it's VPK. My God, it's I not know. Harvard, for goodness sakes. Uh, this little kid <laughs> celebrated the end of first grade by launching into an epic. 
rant that happened to be inspired by a pro wrestler. You ready? Yeah. Nobody did it like this kid. What the hell was that? Because Stone Cold said so. Stone Cold who? Oh, Steve Austin, right? Yeah. That's his name? All right. I tell you, listening to it just kid. with audio, kid sounds a little demonic. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, <laughs> he scares me a little. I where, thought the video was cute at first. Was that like in his backyard? I mean, where did he no, do he was, that? He was getting off the bus, and it's a great visual, too. This might be blog-worthy because he oh, comes off the is. bus. And he has two cartons of milk. And what Stone Cold Steve Austin used to do was come into the ring with beers. And he would hit, he would do like cheers with his own beers. And then he would like pour them down his face and beer would be running down his body and everything into his mouth. So this kid did the same thing with two cartons of milk. He no, don't do them, that to me. He started chugging the milk and poured it all over himself. Oh, that's disgusting. Oh, no, it's I fantastic. won't watch it because of that. I no. keep an eye on this kid. I think he's going to be a problem. Yeah. He got the attention of Stone Cold. He's a serial killer. Oh, Stone Cold retweeted. He's like, hell yeah. Did he really? <laughs> yeah, he got his attention. Okay. Good up. Good for this kid. All right. Then all Stone Cold's enemies probably want to wrestle the kid. <laughs> Who is this kid? Oh, no. <laughs> I think it's going to go on the blog, so check that out later. 850WFDL.com and uh, on the 850 app as well. All right. Uh, more news coming up. we got a uh, weekend box office update. Good news for your summer travel season. Looks like the uh, looks like the pilots have calmed down a little. Well, it, it, didn't what's-his-name Jay Ratliff tell us it was a, a no story when I brought it up last week? Or yeah, the week pretty before. much. Yeah, but well. they did threaten to strike, but that's yeah, not going to happen, Yeah, and that usually works for pilots. You, gotta, you need them to fly the damn things. Right, for now. All right, we'll talk about that, too. Coming up next, the South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. The way they weaponized these COVID vaccines was a massive incursion into our freedoms. They wanted to deny people the right to put food on their table if they didn't bend the knee and get a COVID shot that they may not have wanted and that many of them did not need. He's Governor Ron DeSantis right now. He's going to be presidential candidate Ron DeSantis by what, midweek? Well, well, they say he'll file, but he'll officially make the announcement sometime this long weekend. Mm. They're saying he's going to go back to Dunedin, but they're saying he's going to file the papers around here somewhere. Where, so I don't get that. But you file, then you make the announcement. So that's what he's going to do. Is he going to be in his home? He's in his hometown of Dunedin. So I don't know if he waits till Monday, Memorial Day, and he's outside grilling. Maybe there's a parade in his hometown. I have no idea. So... <laughs> I don't know. He's going with the hometown feel. The Florida boy made good. Are his, does, do his parents still live there? I don't know. Never heard about his extended family. Like nothing. No. You hear about his wife's family. Oh, all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not, yeah. not his, though. Interesting. interesting. It is interesting. Mm. Mm. But he's not alone. Listen to this. But We were joking before saying it's going to be like 2017. Trump's going to have like 2016, like 17, 18 competitors on the stage. With You're him. right. Well, Tim Here, Scott today, right? Tim Scott. You already got Nikki Haley also. Uh, Chris Christie's going to run. Did you hear this one, though? Oh, no. M- maybe DeSantis and Trump, not the only Floridians. Who else? Miami Mayor Francis Suarez. Oh, said really? Said on CBS's Face the Nation over the weekend. He's much, much closer to deciding if he's going to run for president, too. They're all running. Wow. Everybody. Why, why? Okay, so you go from the mayor of Miami to the presidential candidate. Hmm. Interesting.
And it's all that, like in a case like him, it's get his name on a national stage. Well, it's true. So then people know who you are. So right. it kind of lays the groundwork for a future run. Uh, with Remember DeSantis? Remember when we talked about DeSantis running a couple of years ago and we're all like, no one knows who he is. And now everybody knows who he is. It's just a matter of how you play the course. It's very His political career was very well charted. I, I, I'm still shocked he's going to announce he's running. I think with all these people, even DeSantis, the main game plan is, is like who's going to be, because this is the way it's shaken out, who's going to be in second place but w- would be the top candidate if they get Trump on charges he can't run. It's true. It's like everybody's waiting on a fallback plan. Well, and then you get DeSantis, or does it just lay the groundwork for him to win in 2028? Yeah. So, because right. now he's on the ticket. Right. Uh, does he become a vice presidential candidate when Trump wins? I don't know. Would he do that? I don't know. I, I don't think so. I don't think so either. I think his ego would get in the way. Yeah. <laughs> right. it's, uh, boy, can you imagine Not those his. two? Holy cow. Let's, yeah. hope, let's hope at the very least it whittles <laughs> down so we get those two in a one-on-one debate. Can you imagine? Mano imano. You know, I don't think, you know, maybe Tim Scott will be able to get a word in edgewise. Or what's his name? Vivek, we call him what? Mr. Schwam. The Schwam. The Schwam. <laughs> he's, uh, he, he's, I like him. I like him a whole bunch. I do too. He's very, he, he thinks logically. He's He's smart. He's sharp. I, I, I like him a lot. But anyway, he, unfortunately, I don't think he's got a shot. Which is sad because he's he's really good. He's a great candidate. I think Vivek's whole plan is to just get enough support and enough attention so that his ideas, he's forcing the other ones to talk about it. You know well, what I mean? Well, that's good. Kind of like a Bernie Sanders move. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Bernie Sanders got uh, Biden to do everything, so it worked out well for Bernie. Sure Although did. he didn't get his, his special whatever award he wanted or his honor, honorary degree. What is it? He wanted to be ambassador to something, and he didn't get it. I don't Who like, knows? okay, it's like, all right. This is good news for your summer travel season because it would have been even more complicated, but pilots in American Airlines are coming to terms just in time for the summer right before Memorial Day. The pilots' union had voted overwhelmingly to strike, mm-hmm. but they called that one off. Union reps said over the weekend that the pilots now feel supported. <laughs> Sounds like a relationship. Oh, I feel, yeah. I feel supported. They reached an agreement in principle with the airline. Well, you know, you got to understand, you don't have a pilot. You don't have anybody flying those planes. You're not making any money. And you want happy pilots. That's, God forbid, they're all, can you imagine all miserable pilots, how life would be? Not a good thing. I don't want miserable, just determined pilots. Yeah, well, you, and you want somebody who knows what they're doing, right? And trained well and has experience. So I, what did they, what did they, they were offering 30% increase and they were bucking it. I'm thinking, how much did these people get? Mm. Can yeah, you imagine if we went in and we all said we want a 30% raise? <laughs> well. Here's your box. Here's your headphones. Have a nice life. We could. <laughs> It'd be the last time we, we, we asked we for We could in. try. <laughs> Boy. Jeez, uh, things are different in different worlds, I guess. This happened over the weekend, too. Sad news, but I think we get an idea now of what the NFL season 2023 is going to look like. Completely dedicated to Jim Brown, NFL legend. Oh, I loved him. I was so bummed when I saw that. Great guy. Passed away last week. Yeah, wow. but we got the news over the weekend. He was 87. Unbelievable feeling. Wow. Did you live this? I knew he had been in some B-level movies. I didn't know he'd done 30. He did 30 movies? Jim Brown did 30 movies. Wasn't he in all those, the the, the ones with Leslie, what's his name? The, the, the He was the cop, the bumbling. Wasn't he in those movies too? With O.J. Simpson, wasn't he in some of those? I don't know if he was in the the Naked Gun movies. Naked Gun I don't movies. Know if he was, was he in those? those. He was. I love. Here, okay, him, here's though. what he was in. Okay, Dirty Dozen. 
Oh, that's right. I do remember that. that Clear as wow. day because my dad loved that movie. It was a great movie. Ice Station Zebra. <gasps> Another one. Slaughter. Don't remember that one. Three the Hard Way. And then he was in uh, Running Man. Am I going to get you, sucker? Did you ever see that movie? That was a good movie. <laughs> he was in Mars Attacks. I forgot about that. Oh, I missed that one. Okay. But, but what a playing career. One of the greatest of all time. Mm. He, uh, what did they say? All-American? He was then NCAA single-game record of scoring 40, 43 points. Munage. <laughs> Played Pro Bowl for nine years, all with the Cleveland Browns, 57 to 65. Eight league rushing titles, three MVPs. Never missed a game due to injury. That in itself speaks volumes. I never realized that. Wow. That's amazing. As a running back, too. Wow. Yeah, he was pretty incredible. Mm. You know what? The thing that stands, I will always remember this. It was one of those NFL films, you know, expose. It was on his career and all this other stuff. He goes, football is not even my best sport. He goes, if I could make money playing lacrosse, that's what I would do. Really? He said, that's what I'm best at. (laughs) Holy cow. Loved lacrosse. And people that probably had no idea what lacrosse was at that point in time. Now it's a big deal, but then it was, was nothing. Holy cow. I think they're going to be, they, they, I mean, there would have to be. If the NFL doesn't honor him in a massive way this season, oh, that's, they that's should. a fail. Yeah, he's, he was pretty phenomenal. Yeah. Oh, sad. All right, we got uh, Rapid Fire, first time this week, actually, coming up just past the bottom of the hour. We'll let you know what's going on in the world, what you need to know. Coming up next, the South Florida Morning Show. Time for Jen and Bill's Rapid Fire on News Talk 850 WFTL. What happened over the weekend and what's going on now? I'll let you know. Jen, what's up? Well, you know what? Apparently, uh, Ukrainian President Zelensky and our president, Joe Biden, are uh, pretty good buddy buddies. You know, Biden was over in Japan for the G7. (laughs) Of course, who shows up but Zelensky because he wants to ask the G7 for more money. But who does he get a private interview with and audience with? Our president. So corrupt. And what does our president do? Anybody want to guess? Give him more money. Give him more money. And... Gave him our F-16s. This is it. This is the. This is probably the biggest thing that happened over the weekend, and very few people are talking about it. Sure. This was the line in the sand. Well, the second line of the sand. The first was tanks. Right. Well, we're not gonna, We're not ready to go there yet. And it was always going to be. We're, I don't feel we can give him planes. Now we're in. Now, now we're now, in. now we're in this hot war. And and his justification is, well, you know what? We're not using them. We don't have F-16s anymore. We use F-35s and 25s. I guess I don't know. It's a better plane. Uh, so, but the problem is, the Ukrainian pilots have no idea how to fly F-16. So, guess who goes with the F-16? Tom Cruise. That's right. Probably uh, <laughs> the equivalent of a Tom Cruise. Yeah, we're sending our top guns over there to teach the Ukrainians how to fly our planes. And this is sure. what we always say. It was just a couple months ago when, when the whole tank thing came out. Well, we're never going to send tanks. Okay, we're sending tanks. And we said, just give it another couple months. That we're going to send fighter jets. And well, here they are. Here we go. Aggrieved for F-16s. And, of course, we're not flying them, but it's still our equipment. And that was always, like you said, build a line in the sand. This is, well, the we're next never going to do that. What I don't want to hear is, well, uh, we will never send American personnel on the ground. Right. Because that's another promise they'll probably break. Yeah. This is just this is just awful. And by the way, again, have you ever seen a world leader whose country is in a war travel so much freely in and out of the country? No, this guy's everywhere. flies everywhere. Yeah. yeah. And he always goes where the money is. Now, I was thinking about this too over the weekend. <laughs> when has this guy ever he's asked for he's asked for armament. Right. He's asked for help. He's gotten it mostly from mostly from us more than anybody else. Has he ever once publicly asked for a ceasefire? Nope. No. No, because that's bad for business. That's right. Wow. That's amazing, isn't it? 
Not I mean, once. I've never heard him. I looked. I looked it up. Has he ever publicly called for just a ceasefire or a peace plan? Any of it? That's it's it's an unbelievable thing because no one ever brings that up too. It's like, well, wh- why aren't you trying to achieve peace and stop the fighting? No, it's just give us more money, give us more weapons. Just forever. Work out a deal. Forever and ever and ever. He's yep. great. He's great at uh, twisting arms and getting money, especially from our president, because we've given far more than anybody so else. So incredibly corrupt on both sides. He's doing his job. That's what he's supposed to do. He's supposed Doesn't to get well. as, as much as much military support for his country as he possibly can. How much, and he's doing it. He's winning. And how much does he have over the Bidens? I oh, mean, God knows. Must be, just be holding things over his head. He must. I'll tell them all about your son. Uh-huh. Well... Speaking of that, good segue, Diener, because mm. holding something over the Bidens is an interesting topic because along with now House Speaker Kevin McCarthy mostly is talking about the debt ceiling. Right. We're going to meet again today. We're going to meet. We're going to talk and we're going to, you know, blah, blah, blah. Here's something else he dropped over the weekend. Speaking to Maria Bartiromo on her show, McCarthy said the FBI director, Christopher Ray is going to hand over the document that claims that uh, Comer claims outlines a criminal bribery scheme involving Biden and a foreign national. McCarthy says wow. the FBI is going to hand it over. I don't think he would say that unless he's pretty confident. Is this the letter we were figuring that they made like, you know, a hundred yes. certified copies of in the event yep. the first one disappeared? Right. How do you like that? No, I'm sure it's like completely redacted. It's going to sure. be an entire thing of black <laughs> lines through it, but still. That would be wow. a pretty big deal if they actually hand it over. Uh, what, would, what would possess Christopher Ray to actually do that? I don't know. Stay out I don't of jail. Know. I guess maybe make some type of backdoor deal with McCarthy and the House Republicans. I Shocking if that happens. Maybe we know it's there. Maybe he told him we've got multiple copies of it. We can release it, or you can do it at your own at your own leisure. I don't know. Wow. We know the proof is out there. What That's a time. Sure. Well, speaking of bribery, <laughs> I'll, I'll stay on the bribery train here. Jeez. Because now there's news coming out that Bill Gates might be in trouble. No. Oh, yes. Remember all the times that he visited uh, Epstein Island? Oh, yeah. Everyone, he's like, well, I don't know why I went there over 20 times. What do you mean you don't know why? Well, it turns out that he was being reportedly, coming out over the weekend, being bribed by Jeffrey Epstein oh. because Epstein found out about an affair, that he, an alleged affair that he was having with a Russian bridge player. It was like, it was like in a her Russian 20s. bridge player. I don't know what he <laughs> okay. finds exciting about bridge. You got to watch out for those Russian bridge players. Wow. Yeah, very tricky. And Epstein found out about it and held it over his head. So you better give me money. You better do this and that with me. Otherwise, I'm going to put your affair out there. That was that's wow. what was coming out over the weekend. Well, remember his wife when she divorced mm-hmm. him said it was because of his relationship with Epstein. And apparently Epstein was trying to get him involved, you know, you know, philanthropic work, all the stuff. And Bill Gates was like, no, no. And then, well, he found out about the affair and held it over his head. Well, it looks as though the entire wow. Epstein thing was a bribery scheme. Yeah. He would get dirt on all of these people, pictures, video, audio, everything, so that he could gain favor from him. At the very beginning of the Epstein thing, remember, financial analysts said no one ever figured out how he was so rich. Right. Yeah, now you it know why. probably payoffs. Yeah. He was bribing everybody. Wow. Isn't that amazing? Oh, he was a creep of all creeps. And then he had him under his uh, his tentacles. Yeah, exactly. Forever. Yeah. Did anybody buy his private island yet? I mean, I it was a cool island. I mean, if you got money, you might as well buy it. I wouldn't go anywhere near that place. A lot of bad juju. You'd have to no, have an exorcism. You. But yeah, nice yeah. island. I think they should sink it. <laughs> <laughs> well, how much money do you think Paul McCartney's worth? Eighty-seven trillion dollars. Okay, he's worth a lot of money. The Elton, world. Who's who's richer, Elton John or Paul McCartney? Paul, Paul McCartney. I think is, so yeah. Okay. 
Paul McCartney comes in 175 on this particular list of Britain's richest people. Really? <laughs> How many rich people are in Britain? Is it huh. the entire royal family? Yeah, right. Sir Paul McCartney is only worth, oh, he's a pauper, 950 million pounds. How is he... How is he at 175 on the list? 175. How rich are these people over there? And he jumped 23 spots. Elton John came in 309. Oh, wow. He's all the way down. He's only worth... He's he's in a five-way tie at 450 million pounds. Oh, excuse me. The person who tops the list is a industry and finance guru. Of course. This guy is worth more than 6 billion pounds. I don't know who he is. They didn't say who he was. I didn't go dig for it. What's amazing, too, is that the royal family has everyone beat, but they just never say what their actual worth is. Yeah, you'll never, we'll never find out. No. It's no, like, it's like, no, you can't. Okay, there's a place called Knightsbridge, which is mm-hmm. outside of, you know, where Buckingham Palace is and stuff, right? You can't own anything in Knightsbridge. The royal family owns it. Yeah, exactly. You can only rent it. Right. You have a 99-year lease, but you <laughs> can only rent the land. So they get rents constantly. Untold for a whole city. Billions and billions. Yeah. And that's just one thing. (laughs) I'm glad we broke away in 1776. It'd be nice, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Goodbye, George. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That's all I got. (laughs) Well, this is uh, good news for your summer travel season. Looks as though pilots in American Airlines are coming to terms. They had threatened to strike. They didn't really think they meant it. Our aviation expert, Jay Ratliff, said, yeah, but no, it's not going to happen. But still. Airline prices are going to be skyrocketing. AAA says it's going to be a massive summer travel season, but this would have been one extra hitch in your plans that would have been a, a pain in the butt. Great. So, so that's that's clear, at least. Well, and they got they were asking for, I think they poo-pooed 30% increase, which means they probably got more money. Yeah, I'm sure they did. They got probably everything they wanted. By the way, Memorial Day weekend starts this weekend. That's right. Holy cow. How did that come up so quickly? I didn't like that. Next week is June. Well, that, next week we'll start June. The beaches open in New England this weekend. <laughs> these beaches will be open. That's right. I'm not going to have that Kittner kid come spill it out <laughs> on these docks. That also means we have off next Monday. We're not going to be here on next Monday. We have that long to figure this out, huh? Hey. <laughs> Otherwise, I'd show up. Where's Jen and Bill? Where'd he go? <laughs> what Why is the building empty? Oh, my gosh. By the way, expected to a car travel, too. AAA is saying... A huge increase over last year. Everybody's going somewhere. You guys going anywhere? No. 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 Okay. Yeah. Okay. No. Just thought I'd ask. Hanging out. So this was pretty cool over the weekend as well. Our buddy down here, local guy, Brooks Kepka. Yeah, that's uh, yeah. right. Yes. Cardinal Newman graduate, right? That's where he graduated from? Yep. Well, when he went. Yeah, well, <laughs> won his third PGA championship, joining Jack and Tiger on that list for uh, you know most PGA uh, championships. Uh, Jack has five, Tiger has four. But also his fifth major overall when he did win the PGA championship uh, yesterday. He, he didn't really run away with it. It was close, but then the guys below him started you know bogeying down the, towards the Good finish. And he won by, by a few strokes. Good for him. Brooksy, getting it done. Yay! What a career, though. I mean, he's still a young guy. And so now all of a sudden, he's got five majors. I was thinking that, too. He's got great. a long way to go. Yeah, So exactly. he may break everybody's records. Whoa. It was cool to see. Good for him. Huh. He's only the 20th guy in golf history to get to five majors. Really? Isn't that amazing? Uh, all the years of golf, over a century, the thousands and thousands of players in all the tournaments 
and he's only the 20th guy to reach five majors. It's impressive. Who's that yeah. Irish guy that you love so much? Oh, Rory. Rory. Oh, that little leprechaun. <laughs> I think he has five. I don't know. I, think, I, I don't, don't know. think so. Or close. He's always complaining about stuff. But <laughs> the big thing at the, at the Brooks Kepka thing was the golf pro. He works at Mission Viejo in California. His name's Michael Block. Got yeah. a hole in one. He be- he became like a he was like a, yeah yeah good for him. It's kind hole of awesome. One. Yeah yeah it was on 17th hole, but he was like the amateur and he was played yeah. his way through. Yeah, and he became like a fan favorite there. All of a sudden he's you know in contention. He was in the top ten at one point. That was cool to see. Good Michael Block. Him. Speaking of that, we got the sound of that guy's hole in one from the tournament coming up next. I Absolutely, know. our microphones are everywhere. I tell God, you. I'm so impressed. We got. <laughs> oh, don't be. <laughs> and we're getting. And we're also getting some more details about when and where DeSantis announces his uh, presidential run. And he's got. Since that happened, three more people have announced they're running too. Yeah, it's going to get crowded on that stage. Oh, the boy. dominoes have fallen. I'm telling you. All right, that and more coming up next. The South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If Only in Theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Dial this trajectory right. He looks very good. He's got the distance right. I told you our microphones wow. were there. That's okay, amazing. maybe somebody else's microphones, but still. Well, that, that was that uh, rapid-fire story about your guy, Michael Block. Perfect hole-in-one of the PGA Championship. Yeah, he's a teaching golf pro at uh, Mission Viejo in California. He's only made the cut four times in the 24 PGA events he's tried to get into. Uh, he made it into this one. He gets this hole-in-one <laughs> at the PGA Championship, which means... It's back for next year yeah. because he qualified with that shot. So. He qualified for the 2024 PGA Championship. That's yeah. great. The one that Brooks Kepka won. Right. The, the local guy. Yeah. So that's good for them. He, good uh, for I I I've, I don't get hole in ones on putt putt. So I I don't Do you know anybody's ever gotten a hole in one? Oh yeah. Like yeah. friends and stuff. My okay. uncle had two. Really? Yeah. On one one of them he was really old. Oh, it wasn't on a putt putt. Uh, he was phenomenal golfer. Really? Yeah. So here's uh, Michael Block's comments after the uh, after he got it too. He's real inspirational story. He always writes, "Why not?" on the golf ball. Oh, really? Kind of like a like a motivation kind oh, of thing. Oh, good, good for him. Never mind, I'm stuck. Okay, he's stuck. And pay the internet bill. Too. Appreciate you. Oh, there he is. Cry. I'm living a dream. I'm making sure that I enjoy this moment. I've learned that after my 46 years of life, it's not going to get better than this. There's no way. No chance in hell. And cheers to the 29,000 uh, PGA Tour professionals, PGA professionals in the world. This is for you guys. Thank you. Oh, I love a story where anybody like fights through adversity like that. Love Good that. for him. Absolutely.
He gets a raise at the club. <laughs> <laughs> you think so? Hey, I don't know. I just got a hole in one, and now I can qualify for the PGA right. Championship next year. So there, I deserve more money. He's a good. But I'm sure story. if you belong to that club in Mission Viejo, you want to take lessons from him now. Yeah, that guy. Yeah, that guy. Him. You're him. the why not guy. I want to learn from him. <laughs> I don't know. My father took lessons all his life, every day, every week, twice a week. And and I don't know if it ever really improved his game. He thought so, but something to do. There's another guy. Maybe Tim Scott is writing "Why not" on his like notes or his tie because he's another guy running for president. Today's kids are growing up immersed in a culture where everyone's a victim. We have to start teaching the necessity of individual responsibility. If you well, are par- able, body, oh, hold on, you work. If you take out a loan, you pay it back. If you commit a violent crime, you go to jail. That's part of his announcement video. I only saw it because Elon retweeted it and he said, great statement, Tim Scott. So he's in the running now. He's another guy that's uh, running for the Republican nomination. I think a lot of people are going to like him. Him and that Vivek Schwami, as I call him, because I can never say his last name right. What is Never mind. I'm not even going to try. Ramaswamy. I always screw it up. But uh, I like him, too. He makes a lot of sense. Uh, He makes a lot of sense and he's got a lot of guts. Did you hear this, what he said? We were just talking about the Epstein list. Right. Diener had that in rapid fire. Vivek gets a hold of that and he responds, I'll release the full Epstein client list without apology. Wow. The administrative police state should stop protecting its chief sponsors while weaponizing itself against its opponents. First step is to fix corruption is to see it. Holy cow. He really is. He's like the gutsiest candidate I've ever seen. Well, good for him. You know why? Because he doesn't have any friends in politics. Right. So he doesn't have to worry about if he releases these names, any of his friends' retaliatory actions, because he doesn't know any of them. Well, he still, really I might mean, know them, but still. Well, over I, that client's list is how Epstein got epstein <laughs> Well, so true. So it's kind of scary that he would do that. Yeah, he might get Epstein. But still, I would love to know. I mean, you, you've brought it up a thousand times. How can you prosecute his girlfriend there, and she doesn't have to, they don't release the list of the names she has? Makes no sense. And you got you got charged because you knew all these people were on this island, and you knew all this stuff was going on, yet we don't know who's on that client list. You put the madam in jail, but none of the Johns. Yeah. Makes no sense. What kind of a world is that? Because they're all wealthy and connected. Man. The privileged life, Bill. All the right. Privileged well, life. speaking of privileged, here's your dollar. <laughs> Lost the bet, but I get it back next week when it's, this thing falls off the face of the planet. It's time to prepare for what's coming. You might want to buckle up. Come on, that's Academy Award stuff right there. Wow, that's uh, <laughs> that's Oscar-winning writing and uh, acting right there. Okay, you gotta you re- might want to buckle up. You gotta understand, Guardians of the Galaxy is what the fourth week. Yeah. This was Fast X. You knew every kid in town wanted to go see it. It, it made $67.5 million. Galaxy made $32 million, So it made half. But still, it's the fourth week. And El Super Mario Brothers, still number three, took in another $10 bucks plus the money it's making for sales and rental on demand. That movie's just, it, that's just a, that's just a moneymaker. It's a cash cow. It really is. It's like a car wash. Just keeps on making you money. Wow. Um, so good for them. But I don't think Fast and Furious. What comes out soon? Is there a big movie coming out this weekend? Because uh, Fast and Furious Memorial Day. isn't going to win. What comes out? You ready for this? The Little Mermaid. 
Oh, it's oh, this weekend. That's right. This is it, the big release. Okay. Well, oh. well that's obviously going to be number one. But I don't know if it's going to, with the early negative reviews of that thing, will right. that stay number one? Or are people just going to, It's because that's word of mouth. I know. If people don't like it, they're not going to see it the next week. They're not going to tell friends. I, I don't I don't know any little kid who wants to see it. That's uh-huh. the problem. Every little kid I've come across, they're like, I don't like the way it looks. It looks weird. So I, well, they did that test market where they showed the live action little friends like Flounder, the meth fish. Yeah, that's right. And the little kids went, huh? Well, didn't they take him out of like the, the promo reel? He yeah, yeah. take him out because he was scaring kids. He's not in the trailer. I can tell so, I've seen the trailer in the theater. So now, oh, really? They took him out. No, you completely. didn't see it at all. No, wow. Uh, how does uh, Scuttle? Is it Scuttle? Scuttle, yeah. Uh, what does he look like? Does he look like a normal seagull? Not really. Or does he look weird? Looks like too? an attack emu. Yeah. <laughs> got sharp claws, talons. Talons. <laughs> wow. I don't know. I, I don't, it, it'll probably be number one, but you're right. It won't be number one for long. I don't wow. think it's going to do well. Probably not. Even Aladdin, the guy that did Aladdin, the live action Aladdin. That's right. Oh, Disney took down his Twitter account and they reprimanded Whoops. him, slapped uh, him on oh. the hand because he was like, it's, 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 you're trying to be too woke. What are you doing? Oh, boy. Basically, is what he said. Hmm. It's not going to be a blockbuster. He'll be gone from Disney. Yeah, he's out of the Disney shoot. There's no doubt about it. All right, we've got uh, more headlines coming up next. We've got uh, Ron DeSantis' announcement plan. Starting to learn a little bit more about that, where and when and how and all that good stuff. And did he take his first shot at Trump? I think so. Well, he used a couple of words that Trump usually uses, including Trump. Yeah, I, I've never heard him say that before. Yeah, he actually did. Yeah, I think that was on purpose. All right, that and more entertainment stuff, too. Coming up next, the South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. It's the South Florida Morning Show with Jennifer Ross and Bill Adams on News Talk 850 WFTL. We can never allow warp speed to trump informed consent in this country ever again. <laughs> That's what I was waiting for. Right on the right on the eve of DeSantis making his run for president, he took his first real public shot at Trump. Well, he's been pretty quiet about it, you right. know, because Trump has called him desanctimonious oh, yeah. and everything else, and of course he gives everybody a name. Uh, I think that his biggest concern for DeSantis gaining any ground, this lawsuit with Disney. It yeah, is, it yeah. is. It is going to destroy him. Hmm. That would be my guess. It was. It's going to not. It is going to be the thorn in his side because I think Trump's going to jump on that and say, "Why are you going after the mouse?" So we're we starting uh, to see because we look at this stuff like it's entertainment. You you really kind of have to. So are we starting to see where they're going to go with this. DeSantis, I couldn't even keep track of where he was. He was everywhere over the weekend. All I know is he was in New Hampshire on Friday and then he lost track. But everywhere he spoke, he was talking about the vac stuff. You think he sees like a crack in Trump's armor on that? He's going to blame him for the vaccines? Probably. I mean, because he sat back and he let all these states, you know, run amok and, and stay closed. But could he have done anything as the president say, oh, I'm forcing you to reopen as the you know, as federal government? Uh, you can't do that. State has control. So I it. But did he create the monster in Fauci? Yes. Yeah, well, and I that's mean, what he could hold him accountable for. He authorized him. I mean, everybody in the, remember at the time, everybody told Trump, well, you know. We don't like him, but we got this Fauci guy. Why don't you just let him handle it for now until this goes away? And then, yeah. He, he never dreamed he had no. created such a monster. No. That man. Who could have known? No. And that man, as little as he is, that being Fauci, uh, is evil. Unbelievable. <laughs> I'm sure Trump tried to shut him down a number of times, and he was like, You got no control over me. Try. 
So they're all racing for endorsements. I'm sure DeSantis would have liked this one. This Byron Donalds guy, you're exactly right, Southwest Florida congressman. He's everywhere these days. Yeah, he was on, well, he seems to be like the go-to spokesperson now for the Republican Party. He was on Meet the Press yesterday, or Meet the Depressed, as you like to call them. Uh, and they asked him who he was going to endorse. He says, you know, you got two guys running in your state already. And you said there's a third who the, the mayor of Miami may announce as well. Yeah. So, but uh, he went with the big guy. And here's why. We need somebody who can step in day one, look at Vladimir Putin, look at Xi Jinping and say, okay, enough. I'm back. Yeah, it's pretty much how it would go with Trump, too. Does he send chocolate cake over to China first and say, <laughs> remember when we were eating this together the last time? She, do you remember the last taste of this chocolate cake? It and tasted I, like a Moab bomb. Yeah, remember when I leaned over and told you to get your people out of <laughs> Afghanistan? Wow. Ba-boom. Yeah. Well, and you know what? I remember that so distinctly. And I'm thinking, what a power move that is. Here you are sitting with the president of China. You lean over in the middle of a dinner in his honor and you say, uh, by the way, in about five minutes, we're going to blow an Air Force base, an airfield off the map. If you get anybody in there, get them out. This is, this is, this is my little olive branch to you. So your people don't get killed. Get them out now. You get 30 minutes. But that's how we dealt with them, though. You know, these tyrants in the world state, they, they, he, he showed them a little bit of crazy, and they were scared to death of him. And well, it worked. Well, you remember? Then he blew the whole airstrip up. And then they let, that's when we found out about Moabs. Right. We were like, what the hell's a Moab? Well, we found and, out. Then so it, did Xi Jinping. Boy, and blew up that whole mountain. It was like, holy cow. <laughs> Jeez, we got some powerful stuff. And that, yeah, I mean, you know what? That's just like, sorry. That was definitely, that was like a godfather move, doing that. That was uh, that was an impressive move, and I think that's why Byron uh, is saying Byron Donalds is saying, you know what, he's going to call him up and say, "Remember the Moab." She. By the time you take this second bite, half of Syria will be blown apart. <laughs> See you later, bye. <laughs> and I'm sure he'll do the same thing with Vladimir Putin and say, "Get off your horse and put your shirt back on, you jerk." Yeah. Stop, you know, doing stuff. And but does he call Zelensky first or Putin? Oh, uh, I don't know. I think the first phone calls to Zelensky. It could the, be. The checks stop now. Well, remember what Trump said in that town hall? A couple of, was it last week? I would, this war would be over in one day. Yeah. And it's I'm sure it. one of the first conversations would be to Zelensky. The checks, you know, the, the buck stops here. You're not getting any more money from us. Wow. Yeah, and that, that's what would end it. So. Well, closer to home, had a launch last night. I only bring this up because I, I have some bragging rights finally over you. I actually saw this one. Two, one. Engines full power. And lift off Falcon 9. Go Axiom. Copy one alpha. Together we expand what is possible in low Earth orbit. Add Astra and Godspeed AX2. I didn't plan it by total luck. That's amazing. I'm walking around the neighborhood. I'm walking Cooper. (laughs) We're just walking around and I round the corner of the angle where you have to look up northeast to see this thing. And there's neighbors out there ready for this one. And I'm like, what's going on? Oh, it's a launch. And sat, you get to sat see the it. dog down, and there we go. Wow. I sat out on my porch with some friends and family members, and we waited. And then I went, okay, a lot of clouds. And my daughter went, it's 90 seconds in. My, I went, oh, God, they're already in orbit. Never mind. <laughs> I think it's back. I was like, oh, my God, forget <laughs> it. We missed it. And, and But, I mean, we didn't even see, like, a little flicker and nothing. And I'm a lot closer than you are. Well, you got that swamp gas up there. Well, yeah. <laughs> that's what it was. Interestingly enough, though, it was... It's AX2 mission, which is this Axiom mission, but they used a lot of SpaceX's parts. 
Like it was SpaceX's missiles, oh. rockets, but it's AX's, I don't know. Anyway, it's a private crew. Uh, the captain is a retired uh, female astronaut. And then everybody else paid, including the first woman from Saudi Arabia. She's a stem cell researcher. Okay. So there you go. They paid a lot. I don't know what they paid. Probably a great deal of money. But they're they're going to the International Space Station for eight days. You realize we're going to be like a year away from like 10 of these launches a day. That's what Elon wants. Hey, you got a rocket? We'll launch it for you. I got news for you. He's not far off already because you got to remember he's got air bases across the country. Right. That's true. So he's got here. He's got Vandenberg. He's got Boca Chica in Texas. I'm telling you, I get that app. It's amazing how many rockets get launched on a daily basis. There's another one tomorrow. Wow. See, I could. From here. I think tomorrow night at like 1137. There's another one going. I think that one's a satellite one. But, you know, and the funny part about it was Diener was like this morning, didn't know anything about this launch yesterday, and it had people on board. It's becoming commonplace again. It really is. Remember yeah. with the, the shuttle? Yep. You know, we would carry the shuttle launches live. People were like, why? It's just so cool. Come on. Yep. We're sending people to space, like, on a daily basis. No, now we're like, nah. No uh, now it's like driving on 95. All right, now why did you have so many people on your porch? Why? Why? I because they came over. Why? To say hello. Why? Because it was Sunday. And then I'm they not said, say it. "Happy birthday to you." All right, that's enough. Get out of here. That was it. Sorry, yeah. those are our singers. We thank you. Didn't I appreciate it. Happy birthday. Yay. Well, thanks. I'm shocked you remembered. Of course, I'm really shocked. Years I always remember because I, I, I have I, and, and I'll be really honest with you. I have. Little notes in my phone, like I get alerts that like next week's Bill's birthday. Oh well, so I, I make sure. That's I don't why forget. I have Facebook. Oh, it's a birthday reminder. <laughs> Otherwise, yeah, but, there's very little need for it. Yeah, but you would never know until the day of. So, but you plan because you, I got a great T-shirt I'll wear tomorrow. Thank you so very much. All right, here you go. So I'm all set. My well, the, happy birthday. By On the way, Monday. Ugh. I know. Look at this. See this? It's a five pack of what, Bill? Oh God. <laughs> I didn't I even know they even made I those. Like twenty of these. It's like everybody I know bought me almond joys. <laughs> yeah, because like, okay. they're always available. Nobody eats almond joys. I know a bunch of people who no. love those things. No, they're all no. Yes, you they keep love an, them. You got to keep an eye on those people. No, <laughs> <laughs> they're great. Well, happy birthday! Thank you so very much. Well, I don't know. I don't think this travel warning has taken effect yet. The NAACP says don't go to Florida. Why, though? You know, there, is it misinformation? Just absolutely preposterous. It's like, stop. We're nice people. I, I don't get it. Weekend box office stuff, too, and we've got uh, some other headlines to talk about. It's all coming up next, the South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. Thank you so much, Jennifer Correa. Paying a lot of attention to your forecast this entire week because we're heading into Memorial Day weekend coming up yeah, already. They- there was a report earlier this morning, and I don't know if it's it still holds true, but they said it's going to be a wet week. Yeah. We could see eight inches of rain by Friday. Well, let's get that out of the way for the yes. weekend. So then the weekend will be nice. It'll Works be for me. Uh, by the way, AAA, we had this on Friday, but they've only upped it. A massive increase, they think, projecting people traveling by car this weekend. Going at least, what did they say, 50, 100 miles, whatever? 50 miles, yeah. Most of the country is going to be on the move. It's going to be nuts. Wow. Can you imagine trying to get to one of the theme parks this weekend? Oh, no. That might be a lot. I'm going to walk five feet, my house to the pool. Not bad. That's it. Open Not the door, a bad plan. walk, jump. <laughs> the South Florida Morning Show. There's Jen, there's Diener, I'm Bill, and uh, Florida in the news again over the weekend. Not in a good way because the NAACP, see Uh-oh. this? Yes. Warning African Americans to stay away from our state. Why? Over the weekend, the group 
issued a formal travel advisory for the state of Florida. They cite, they cite what it calls the governor's aggressive attempts to erase black history and to restrict DEI programs in Florida schools. They also say Florida is openly hostile towards African-Americans, people of color, and LGBTQ plus individuals. Boy, this really? is a this is a strong statement to make based on I don't know opinion. Well, you know what they get. It, it, it's funny because if you listen to somebody and you talk to anybody who just reads headlines, they hear, "Oh, next he's going to be burning books because now he's banning them right. in libraries right. in schools across the state." Look how quick they did okay. the they did the review of content material because some of the stuff was just nasty and it should not have been. It was pornographic. Should not have been in Florida schools. Look how quickly they turned that with the narrative word crafting into book banning. Right. And it had to do with these were elementary school libraries right. where there were things about sex education, where there were pictures and graphic details about things to do. And you know, you, you want your second grader reading that stuff? It's that it was ridiculous. With pictures, but no, Come they, on. they called it book banning. Uh, okay. Oh yeah, okay, right, sure, 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 sure. First of all, the first thing is notice how the NAACP said this after spring break because they would have looked foolish. To try to restrict African Americans from the state of Florida, oh, can you imagine? that would have looked asinine. Yeah. yeah, well, I'm sure they they all would have listened too. And the second you know? thing is, does any in, you know? I love how we, these days we put everybody into one group. We we categorize, you know, we everybody. It's identity politics. Everybody's in this group. People are individuals. They think for themselves. Do you think African Americans going to not come to Florida because the NAACP tells them not to? Well, they're just it, making a stink. Well, it, in many cases, they might. Similar to you know what a politician says something. Nancy Pelosi says something that the Republicans are bad. And if you're a diehard I hate Trump, you know left wing liberal, you're going to believe whatever Nancy Pelosi says. So I'm sure if like a Benjamin Crump says something or. Uh, Reverend Jackson says something, people believe it. Yeah. So it's it's just a matter of people need to understand just because you read it on Twitter or you see it on TikTok doesn't make it law and doesn't make it truthful. You have to, you know, be like what his name said. By, who was it? That Tim uh, Scott there said, you know, people need to take responsibility for their own actions. Absolutely. Do a little research right. before you go and just jump on the bandwagon. And if you did that, you'd understand why all this stuff took place. Speaking of Benjamin Crump, so he's uh, he's the attorney that spoke out. Remember the uh, the youths in New York that claimed mm-hmm. that that one lady, that nurse, the sto- pregnant one, yeah. stole their city bike. Right. But she came back, and she, first of all, it sounded like this. And it was a wow. massive story, and she was called every name in the book: a white supremacist, mm-hmm. a racist. Terrible horrible. person. Yeah, she was just horrible. She was suspended by uh, from her job, by the way, if not fired. She was a nurse, and she's and she's also pregnant. Didn't well, Benjamin Crump like say something bad about her too? Oh, absolutely. Until he took those statements down, because lo and behold, she came out with the receipts. She said, "No, this was my bike, and they were taking it from me." Well, now she's lawyered up. Oh, and she's suing him for defamation. Really? Yep. Good for her. And notice how that's happening more and more now. Well, let me ask you she this: You can't drag somebody's name through the mud without proof. He took. I know he posted it on. He posted it on uh, Twitter, right? That she was a racist, and that how he did. dare she did. But he took it down. But it's always there forever, right? Yeah, so you can find somebody it. could find it, yeah. right? Oh yeah. 
Oh, he's he's in trouble. Oh yeah, yeah. Sorry, Mr. Crump, you're going to have to pay some money. I mean, this lady literally she would not let go of the bike handles. They, it, so I don't uh, think she's going to let go of the case. Well, you know what? And good for her, but also at the same token, you got to pray you don't get hurt. She was six months pregnant. Right. People are crazy these days. Look at the stuff that happens on these subways, or look at the stuff that just they just had. Where was that thing we just watched? L.A. Some guy driving a car, allegedly, at least according to the story I read, allegedly almost hit a bicyclist who was riding in the middle of the street. So all of these bicyclists get together. They, they're they at a stoplight. They pull the guy out of his car and then beat the living daylights out of him. Jeez. Crazy. In the middle of the day on the sidewalk. Over what? An altercation with a bicycle in a car? You just got to be careful. I, it, it, wow. You can't. Yeah, you, you can't. You got to be careful everywhere you go. It's nuts. That's nuts. It also, with this bike lady, by the way, I want to find out what's going on with her job. If oh, they I hope suspended she got her back. or fired her over just something written on social media, are you kidding me? Oh, she got a hell of a lawsuit then, if that's the case. Wow. I agree. I agree. I, I, but you know what? That same that same institution probably didn't hire back any of the nurses or doctors they fired who didn't get vaccines. I'd love to find out. I wonder I, what happened to all those people. The uh, teachers, same yeah. thing. Or military members. Their, yeah, that all got lost their jobs mm-hmm. or got you know discharged because they didn't get a vaccine. Now it's like all a moot point. What it's a, craziness. What a time. Now they're just getting forgotten. Wow. All right, don't forget about this. We've got rapid fire coming up just past bottom of the hour. What's going on in the world? We'll let you know. Coming up next, the South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. Time for Jen and Bill's Rapid Fire on News Talk 850 WFTL. All right, busy weekend, busy Monday, in fact. What's going on in the world? Jen, start it off for us. This is one of the world's probably most famous fountains. And we're not talking about the one in front of the Bellagio. Oh, you mean uh, Rosemary Square? Square, right? that one, right. Yeah, the one you run through. <laughs> you know. The one at the Palm Beach Zoo. Yeah, no, it's yeah. not. Uh, Trevi meant- Fountain in, oh. in Rome, outside of Rome. I anyway. thought you meant the one out here in the parking lot. Oh. But- <laughs> is there water in that thing? <laughs> I've uh, always thought. No, there no, isn't. There's is there? no water. I've been here like two decades. I've never noticed. I, I've never seen water you? in it, so that's besides the point. Anyway. It's statues of people flying a kite. Yeah. I like These, to imagine uh, there's water. Crazy <laughs> climate. What do you call them? Climate anarch? What do you call them? Anarchists, uh, yeah. what are they called? Add any name of the book. Okay, climate terrorists. You mean the ones that call them off the air? I can't <laughs> say that. Okay, well, these crazy people, they jumped into the Trevi Fountain yesterday because they're upset about Italy, I mean, supplying, I guess, subsidies to oil companies. Yeah. And they decided to throw charcoal and diluted water and charcoal, very black, into the Trevi Fountain. You know, I, I, and I know they sneak in and they jump in and they get past security. Has the world had enough of this? And, 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 I'm you know, so sick of these eco-terrorists. Well, the mayor jumped in and not into the fountain. They arrested these people. But you see, that if you've ever been there, the thing's massive. It's 161 feet long. Right. It's like 85 feet high. It's huge. And they had to drain it, and they had to clean it, and it, it, apparently water is like, you know, gold in Italy right now. And uh, it cost a great deal of money, but they have apparently already restored it, and it's back open. But it's they arrested these crazy people. Good. They should throw the book at these people. I mean, it's just, it's just so disgusting what they do. They, they go after these priceless pieces of art or architecture. Or it's, just it's block like, roads. Right. Yeah, I had it with that. Away. No. Yeah, just. Go away. Wow. Interesting thing about the Trevi Fountain that I found out while I was doing a little bit of research. In 2013... Fendi, the Italian fashion company, paid for the restoration for it. Hmm. 
Did they get to put like a big logo on the bottom I, I of the was, pool? I was waiting for the Sponsored little checks by. to show up. You know, this holy like, pool brought to you by Fendi. <laughs> it, but it, it was 20 months, 2.2 million euro. And Fendi paid for all of it. I'm sure Jesus was a big Fendi fan. Mm. Yeah, he's fine. I'm sure. You know what? Yeah. He had their sandals and everything. The so. Pope's got Fendi. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> sure. The dad's got Louis. He's got all of them. No, but that's so. how that kind of stuff is done. You know what it's I mean? True. Big corporations actually pay for historic places, museums, a lot more than you hear about, too. Yeah. Japan paid for the restoration of the Michelangelo's uh, the, uh, the Sistine Chapel. Really? Huh? I mean, and they look, own the rights to it. You look up now to it to find some of the five Michelangelo details, and you see hot. <laughs> it's amazing. And Takata. No. And Takata. <laughs> corner. Oh, no. Teasing. On the other side's Toyota. So, but they, they, because they paid for it, they get the exclusive rights to do the restoration documentary. That was years ago. All of a sudden ah. you look up and it's like the archangels are made like uh, a- like uh, a- a- anime characters now or something. <laughs> sure. Godzilla's in the corner. It looks Big like, eyes. Yeah. <laughs> no. Well, this is good news. It's a massive, massive travel week towards the end of the week because it's Memorial Day. How about that? So AAA has upped their ante even since Friday. They say it's going to be a massive increase of people driving wow. this weekend and into next week. Way, way much, way bigger than uh, last year. A big increase there. Wow. And just in time for this, it looks as though this is something that's not going to bother you. Pilots and American Airlines coming to terms. They had, oh, they had, they had voted to strike. But our aviation expert, Jay Ratliff, said, yeah, they probably don't mean it. But prices for the summer travel season are still going to be high. At least this doesn't mean canceled flights for you, though. Well, at the same token, weren't they asking for like 30% and the pilots turned it down? They wanted more, which means these pilots got paid a hefty increase. Plus well, benefits and stuff like that. Working hours, it had a, a lot of stuff to do. It sounds like one of those agreements where they got everything they want. A union rep said on Friday, the pilots now feel supported. No, well, they got everything they wanted then. We feel supported. We're secure now. They fly three days out of the month. (laughs) I'd like to see what would happen if we went on strike and said we demanded 30% increase. You would have hear a different warning show tomorrow. You see that 20 year old that just walked by and they'd be doing this show. That's how it would go. But but with a lot of businesses too, but not with the airlines. It's amazing. Well, it's 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 a different thing. You want somebody with experience. You don't want somebody who just walked in off the street and got a pilot's license at CVS. Mm. You know, I mean, come on. Well, it's all about who has the leverage, right? It's true, and they got the leverage, and they know it. So this is kind of a weird story. I don't know if you guys saw this pop up over the weekend on social media. I'm going to try to explain it as best I can because it is it's, it's a little odd. Jim Caviezel, the actor. Yeah. He's played Jesus. Played Jesus, right? right? Yeah. That same guy. He's going to play him again, actually, because they are making a second Passion of the Christ after the resurrection. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> they oh really my God. are. Mel Gibson's making a second one. Is he really? Yeah. Okay. It takes place after the resurrection. <laughs> okay. Part two. Come on. <laughs> Jesus is back. <laughs> It's with a vengeance. That's right. I thought maybe you were going to say it was a prequel. <laughs> no, no, no. For real. There are. It's afterwards. Okay. You know, okay. All right. It's all ministry right. after and all that. So anyway, <laughs> but he was on um, the Steve Bannon show. Steve Bannon does this online show, The War Room. Oh, yeah. From his house. Or yeah. Whatever. like was, I think it's called like Real America's Voice. And it was fascinating and startling. If I can just kind of try to encapsulate it. He went after... The Hollywood elites, he went after big banking and the Pope. He said, where's the Pope when it comes to defending Catholics? And wow. It was interesting. He talked about uh, pedophilia within Hollywood and because he, he's coming really? out with a new movie on 4th of July weekend. Uh, oh, I just forgot. It was like Freedom something, Freedom's Voice or something like that. 
And it's based on a true story about this Department of uh, Homeland Security guy who went rogue and started saving all of these trafficked kids. Wow! In, in the huh. in the human trafficking, you know, smuggling operations. Wow! And so he plays this agent who goes and saves like thousands of children, and this really happened. So it's was Jim Caviezel that uh, religious before he did Passion of the Christ? He was not like he is now. Yeah, he was you know came up Catholic and was kind of you right. know practicing. But when he did Passion, it kind of was like this reawakening for him. I guess it would though playing that role and getting that deep into it. I mean, but I just. Someone protect Jim Caviezel because he went after a lot of people and, wow. and mentioned a lot of things that he's got aren't normally mentioned. He's got Mel on his side. Don't worry about it. Yeah. It's, it was fascinating. I'm not going to put everything wow. on the blog with that, but if you want to wow. see it on YouTube, it was... Uh, yeah, I saw a little bit of it. I didn't hear everything he talked about. Though. Yeah, it was pretty wild. Huh. You're right. Somebody, he might get Epstein. You better watch out. I'm telling huh. you. Okay, can you punch me up over there? By oh, any chance? Oh, yeah, sure. a little. Give me one second. Because this is a, this is a musical. Okay, go audio for it. Clue. An audio clue. Audio clue. I'm ready. Does everyone know this music? Oh, yeah. Pink Panther. Yeah. Sure. There is a big rumor this morning that they are doing another Pink Panther sequel. Clouseau. Okay. The, the, I'm going to read you the names of the former Pink Panthers. Originally, Peter Sellers. Of course. Was the original and probably the best. Alan Arkin came next. Then Roger Moore. Roger he, Moore? Before wow. he was James Bond. Really? I did not know that. And then Steve Martin. Yeah, he, yeah. Uh, he Either they like provided this, yeah. the voice or the character or both. Now they are getting ready to do another Pink Panther movie series. And the new Inspector Clouseau is none other than... Idris Elba. <laughs> <laughs> the Rock! I'm surprised it wasn't him, to be honest with you. <laughs> Vin Diesel. <laughs> oh, no. Who are you it? done? Yes, go ahead. Eddie Murphy. Really? Yeah. I that, could be really, that could be good. It'd yeah. be a challenging role, but he'd be awesome. Now, here's the thing. The producer of the movies, Julie Andrews, who was she married to? Uh, Blake. Uh, Blake Edwards, yeah. who directed and co-wrote the Pink Panther movies. Oh, wow. Wow. That's, wow so, that's interesting. So it's all come full that circle. That could be good. So it's yeah. got her approval then. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, like Do you it. know what the Pink Panther was, actually? Sure. Well, I mean, I used to watch the cartoon and everything, but I, I never I saw the older movies. Wasn't that a diamond? It was a diamond, yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, that's where it came from. Yeah, oh. that in the original, that's what he's looking for, somebody who stole the Pink oh. Panther. I used to so. love those cartoons. I used to love the movie. Yeah. Clouseau. Zep- is not my dog. Peter Sellers was it. Does your dog bite? <laughs> <laughs> the thing it does. Peter Sellers. Not was, my dog. He was a genius. <laughs> All right, we talked about pilots before and travel. Well, now we have found... The angriest airport in the United States. Grr! New York City. No, not even. Really? Nope. Okay, let me think. Chicago. Oh, I was going to say Chicago. Nope. Logan? Nope. Really? Where's a busy airport? Orange Sam. County, California, John Wayne Airport. Ah, that's right. Really? Remember this time? <laughs> as angry as John Wayne. <laughs> is that where? Go ahead, Pilgrim. Who's that's the right. one that crashed? The, the Harrison Ford oh, who yeah. crashed there, wasn't it? Right. Harrison Ford. Remember they said they were going to change the name of John Wayne Airport. Remember that? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, please. Uh, the rankings are based on Twitter activity. Two thirds of tweets directed at John Wayne Airport are categorized as angry. Oh, jeez. Okay. <laughs> oh my gosh. Many of the now, what are they angry about? Flight delays, right? Airport being too noisy, and problems wow. with the TSA. Wow. Maybe a bunch of TSA agents think they're John Wayne at that place, or they're high. Well, it could so be. That yeah. could be. It you too. never know. Now, if they were high, they'd be nice. 
Yeah, well, it's true. Kind of like Mel. Yo, dude, just put the shoes in the rack. Yeah, you're no fine. Problem. Just go ahead. Seat. Get so your much, shoes in so the much anger. <laughs> I was maybe that's PBI. Maybe they, maybe they do need a few gummies in yeah, there. Yeah, really. <laughs> I wonder where where PBI is. I feel like PBI is kind of mellow, right? I, I love Ish. this little airport. I, I've, I've all used... the airports I've been with, though, the only problems I've had with TSA is right here, though. Yeah, really. All, the only time. Remember, I don't, know, I don't know what the attitude is. Did you live here before when you had to walk on the tarmac to get on the plane? Really? Uh, no. What? <laughs> what is really? this prop regional? planes? What no. are you talking about? <laughs> wow. This is like that time. <laughs> this is like that time somebody told me ninety five wasn't finished at one point. <laughs> it ended at PGA Boulevard. What? Yeah, just gone. I don't you used to walk out on the tarmac time. to get on the plane. Did you have to like start to propel yourself? <laughs> <laughs> no, but those stairs were really steep. That's the Casablanca. <laughs> what were you like the Beatles coming down off the plane? <laughs> it was everybody. It wasn't just me. What that was this funny. place? <laughs> this is before they had jetways. You used to wow. walk outside on the tarmac to get on the plane. I swear to you. What long after we got electricity? <laughs> well, the wagons used to circle first. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, jeez. It wasn't that long ago, guys. I hate to tell you. It was That's the 80s. funny. Really? In the 1980s. Yes. I you sh- had to walk on the tarmac. <laughs> to get on a plane at PBI. You have, no, this is, this is fake news. Oh, you got to be kidding me. It is not fake news. <laughs> That's insane. Okay, somebody, please, who's lived here just as long as I have. Knows that 95 stopped at PGA Boulevard. Oh, that I yeah. heard. I okay. didn't believe that person. I had to look it up. Yeah, that. but go look it up. Yeah, years wow. ago. Before they got jetways, you walked on the runway. Well, I 90, used to remember, 95 ends. we got to get out and take the riverboat. <laughs> my mother would get off like Jackie Kennedy. You know, she'd be at the top of the stairs waving. Aluma. That's amazing. Okay, moving along. Let's go. Wow. Quick, did you want my quick sports update or yes, should I please. save it? No, go ahead. All right. Quickly. Miami Heat. No, save it. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. We're moving right. right along. Coming up next. Uh, <laughs> uh, apparently, oh, there no. is a new favorite among the Republicans, and this guy is everywhere, and he's from right here in South Florida. So we really are saving it. Right. Yeah, we, save it. We've got like 17 people like running for president now. We'll talk yeah. about that, too. Uh, we get the box office update, too, coming up next. The South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. We can never allow warp speed to trump informed consent in this country ever again there he is what are they saying the latest we've heard now is wednesday is going to be desantis it's not prince spaghetti day it's desantis day yeah but they said he's going to file on wednesday okay so So, he'll have a big memorial day announcement yeah because they they've already said for like weeks now memorial day memorial day memorial day he's going to do it in his hometown uh, so he fi- apparently he will file on Wednesday his intent to run for the presidency, and then he'll make the big announcement sometime over Memorial Day weekend. When he invites the world press to Dunedin, and they're going to be like, oh, it's, we have to go to Florida. Yeah, and it's got parallel. It doesn't have parallel parking. You park on an angle. <laughs> it's, like, it's got one road. What's going on in this town? <laughs> but did you hear that, though, in the cut, though? First time I've heard it. 
Paul, and he was all over the place over the weekend. He was in multiple states, and he took a direct shot at Trump on that one. Oh, yeah. It's warp speed, which uh-huh. uh, Trump used. And then, of course, he used the word Trump. Right. So I was like, mm-hmm. Interesting. Little uh, in- indirect attack there against the former president. Something to watch out for. Here's another one, too, though. Uh, Tim Scott, from uh, the senator from South Carolina, has already announced... But he's got a big thing. Boy, the Fox cameras were all set up already. It looks like some sort of a massive hall with thousands of seats set up somewhere. Oh, really? Maybe it's Columbia. I don't know. Set up for his big event today. I, a lot of people like him. I like him. You know, he's, he seems to be fairly logical. I only saw this video because Elon Musk retweeted it and he said, great statement by Senator Tim Scott. This is what he said. Today's kids are growing up immersed in a culture where everyone's a victim. We have to start teaching the necessity of individual responsibility. If you are able-bodied, you work. If you take out a loan, you pay it back. If you commit a violent crime, you go to jail. Wow. Gotta give an amen. I'm telling you the truth. I'm Tim Scott, and I approve this message. Wow, I did like that. Special now he's running. Doesn't sound like anything that's rocket science. That's all common sense. That used to be common. Apparently not so common anymore. Isn't it amazing, though? The the things he said, you take responsibility for your own actions. You can't do that because it's the world's fault that I'm messed up. Not my problem. And you're wrong and I'm right. Uh, it's you know what uh, it, it's it's like anything else. If you you take any issue that's an issue today, uh, there were a number of stories this weekend about transgender lawsuits. One is a trans. When you okay, I'm and I'm not trying to be stupid, but if you're transitioning from a male to a female, is that a trans woman or is that a trans man? That's a trans woman, right? You're asking the wrong guy. Okay, I don't know. It, it's it, I lost track. It was a senior in a high school. Want a, a, a boy who's transitioning into a girl uh, wanted to wear a dress on his graduation day across the stage, and the school principal district said. You still have the biological parts of a male, therefore you have to wear pants and a shirt. She's suing the school district and the principal. Uh, A yoga person who was asked to leave the women's dressing area, the locker room, because it was a male transitioning to a female and still had all of the parts and was offending women, is now suing the yoga instructor and the yoga place because... He, she got thrown out of the locker room. So, I mean, logic would tell you if you're a female and somebody walks in, even if they are transgendering and they have the male parts, I shouldn't be looking at that stuff, especially if it's a kid in elementary school or high school or junior high school. So the precedent is to not hurt their feelings, to make them feel welcome and comfortable. You're supposed to sacrifice your privacy well, yeah. or possible security. You know, the, who's, the, who's the, Riley Gaines? Yeah. The, the, yeah. Is it Riley? She's the one that keeps on saying, you know, you got these guys that didn't make it on the guys' swim team, all of a sudden identify as women. They got them in our locker rooms. Yeah. And they're running around naked. Uh, come on. I'm sorry. That's what she said about the Leah Thompson there. Yeah, it's, it's not right. There's, uh, a, there's a story, guys. Let me just jump in here real quick just because I just came across this as you were talking about it. There's a high school in uh, California. Oh, I saw this. Yeah. yeah go figure, yeah, California, yeah. where, again, trans female, it's a guy, okay, okay, in high school, running against 
other high school girls in a 1,600-meter oh, race. just win the state championship or something? Qualifying for the state championship. The Towers top, over them, Yep, from what I was able to see. The top three advanced to the state championship final, and this guy who's running with the girls ends up coming in second place, which means he knocked out another deserving girl right. because of these ridiculous laws right. that are now setting women's sports backwards because they're allowing men to compete for the sake of inclusivity. And the difference with this one, though, and something to keep an eye on, and, and you're right, Dean, or it is interesting, it's California. Mm. The parents shouted this down, went nuts. Good. Speaking out against this, and so did the competitors. Good. These really? Are, these are kids. Gotta fight well, good. back. good. You know what? They started yelling. And you know who grabbed onto this was uh, Caitlyn Jenner. Ah, she's tweeting out saying, "Help me fight back against this. We need right. to keep and, this. And if anybody keep women sh- women's sports, if anybody should know, it would be Caitlyn Jenner. Right. I would think so. Well, Leah Thomas is the prime example. Yeah. He didn't cut it on a, the guy's team. He no. got caught. According, so all of a sudden, I, I identify as a girl, and I'm going to go join the girl swim team. And you see that with the wrestlers, yeah, yeah. And, and according to that point, Jen. This guy would have finished second to last in the men's race, where he belongs, but instead he's transgender females, and now he's racing against the women and comes to second place. It's not right. Nothing about that is right. Getting back to what Tim Scott said, common sense would tell you, this guy shouldn't be running with the girls. Right. Just that simple. Stop catering. Unbelievable. Sorry. All right, we've got, uh, well, there's a lot of airline news to talk about because we're heading into a busy travel weekend. We've got that angriest airport. We got the pilots from American Common down a little bit. I know what is up with this chick. Of course, it's a Florida woman. See what she did to the flight attendant? She clocked her with a phone. Does this mean we're going to ban phones on the planes now? This is nuts. All right, we got that and a lot more coming up in Flight 850. It's our aviation segment with Jay Ratliff coming in next. The South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. It's the South Florida Morning Show with Jennifer Ross and Bill Adams on News Talk 850 WFTL. You know, Jen, it's a big travel week heading right into Memorial Day weekend already. It's coming up. Believe it? You know, it's true. And where did the year go, number one? But number two, remember just a couple of weeks ago we were talking, maybe it was last week we were talking to Jay Ratliff, our aviation expert, about this American Airlines thing. Are these Mm. pilots really going to go on strike? And his comment was, nah. He was right. He was right. <laughs> Boy, they I think fixed he, that quickly. They got an inkling they were going to get everything that they wanted, and it sounds like they did. We could ask him about that. And I think more importantly, first, though, before anything, why is John Wayne Airport so angry? John Wayne Gacy Airport? No, oh. no, no. <laughs> Jeez. All right, let's talk to this guy. Now boarding. It's Flight 850 with aviation expert Jay Radliff on News Talk 850. WFTL. Ladies and gentlemen, good morning, Jay. We got a lot to get to. We'll talk about that strike. We'll talk about you know that lady hitting the flight attendant over the head with a phone. But I want to know why. Have you ever been to? I know you've been to John Wayne Airport in Orange County, California. Just voted the angriest airport in America. I was there in February. Were so, you angry? Yeah, we flew did, in and out. To, did it to, make you to, angry? Uh, you know. Actually not. It's a smaller airport. It's relatively easy to get in and out of. You can grab your rental car quick and go. It's a great alternative to the larger international airports that sure. are all around. So to me, I, I love it. So, But, you know, apparently uh, there's some people that aren't too ha- happy with it. And, and I just kind of scratched my head thinking, okay, I mean, the TSA is nice. Now, a, a lot of it can stem from residents around the area. Oh, that's what you're yeah, oh, okay. right. That, that bought a home near an airport, and then, oh, shock, 
they're surprised that there's noise <laughs> with airplanes that fly over. And oh, then they really? complain, thinking the airport should move because they bought a house near an airport, and, you know, it's disturbing whatever sleep that they're getting. So the thought is that that's unfair, and in this day and age, we accommodate anyone with any complaint whatsoever, regardless of the validity. So, yeah, why not move the airport? And I think that may have added some of it into it. But, you know, I, I look, I've been out of that area times. Isn't that the one that Harrison Ford almost landed on the taxiway yep, that, with it? Yeah, that was the yeah, one. It's also the same place where uh, Jetpack Man is, isn't it? Isn't that where Jetpack Man well, is? Kinda, well, he kind of comes in and out of L.A., we think, but since we don't know who he is, what it is, we don't know quite yet. But I hope we, we can chat with him sometime to find out. It'd be nice. I think it's actually Jay this whole time. That's I think it. it's you. You've been Are you Jetpack Man? You didn't tell us? Well, you know, uh, from Savannah where I'm at, that would be quite the trip. <laughs> but uh, you know, Jetpack Aviation, I tell you, I, I've told my wife if she wants to get me something for Christmas, I get two hundred twenty-five grand for one of their jetpacks. Oh, jeez! You know, I, I, she, she doesn't really want to go for that. But um, it's look, you're talking about bucket list items. Flying on a jetpack has been like on that list, plus going to space for as long as I can can think. So uh, I'm told neither one of them have a likelihood of occurring. But look, you never know. I'm still in my 50s. So yeah. who knows what might happen to that list? I'd be like Iron Man. Flying and in the, in to the moon may be more affordable than a jetpack, <laughs> oh. for goodness sakes. That's scary. Could be, Jen. You're exactly right. All right. So something we're not going to have to worry about heading into the summer travel season, which is like upon us, is an American Airlines pilot strike. That was cleared up. But you told us that last week. That, was, that wasn't going to happen. Well, you know, it, when, when they take strike authorization votes, it makes a lot of headlines. People freak out, especially if you have an upcoming reservation on that airline and you're thinking, okay, just great. Thanks a lot. I bought my ticket well in advance. There's no other seats available on other airlines, and now these bozos are going to go on strike. But that vote is pretty much just to show the, the company we're serious and we are unified in our approach. Delta Airlines did the same thing as we discussed back in October. I, I had zero issue with that because I'm thinking they're going to work it out. And I suspect the only one, you know, even with Southwest, even given the unbelievable bad blood between management and pilots that's been boiling over for years, I still think that they are going to come together and reach a deal because the passengers of Southwest Airlines have been through so much for the last six months. Putting them through anything else would be insane. So I really think that the cooler heads are going to prevail here. Uh, but I'm, I was glad to see the American Airlines uh, pilots uh, rewarded for the job that those men and women are doing. Look, a lot of them took pay cuts years ago, and, and it affected their retirement. So now all we need to do is raise the pilot um, retirement age from 65 to 67 to give these uh, pilots a chance for the next you know, two years to recoup some of the things that they've lost. And I really hope that that's the case. And I tell you, I am shocked that we've not done that immediately because given the reality of that pilot shortage and the number of airports around the country that are getting reduced service or no service because of a lack of pilots, why in the world we won't increase that by two years is beyond me. That was announced or proposed by Lindsey Graham and someone else last August. It's gone nowhere. Hmm. Well, they don't think logically in the airline business is the I, only I just, thing we can say. You know, if it, for an administration that is as dedicated to the customer as the Biden administration is, I, I'm just perplexed why that button hasn't been pushed in that box checked because that would be a very easy thing to help. It won't fix the problem, 
but it would help alleviate it a little bit. And look, we've got hundreds of airplanes that are parked right. that aren't going to be flying this summer because we don't have the crews. And unfortunately, that means fewer planes, more packed, higher fares, and uh, get more of them in the air, and the the, the, air, the, the prices are going to you know, drop a bit. Well, yeah. call me crazy, but I think we would have a transportation secretary who should take care of that. But, you know, that's neither here nor there, I guess. You know, maybe they'll create that department sometime where somebody can be in there. And work? Look, I said before, (laughs) this this administration, and it it just it pains me to say it because I I don't like the Biden administration in any way, but they've done more to hold airlines accountable than any other administration I've ever seen, and I love it, and I really hope it continues because I I just far too long the airlines have told the government what they're going to do instead of the other way around. So to see the government tell the airlines, look, you need to really stop charging families to have them all sit together. And they went for it, and they said, look, you need to reduce your number of flights in the Northeast because we've got a shortage of air traffic controllers. Drop your flights by 10%, and the airlines did it is, again, not the norm. So to see the airlines really trying to to, to work with the government tells me that they're worried that the administration could impose some things on them that they don't want to see coming, so they're willing to work with them now. And I really hope that continues. But, look, we've got a lot of really important people in your audience. I know that because I get emails frequently. Uh, Someone knows somebody that can get that box checked on raising the retirement age. So somebody please get to work on that and just – that way the whole country will be in your debt to help push that thing through. Well, you know what? All these shorter flights and and the reduced flights are making for angrier passengers. Why is it always a Florida connection? Always. It, this is Tampa. Fortunately, not South Florida, but it was a Tampa. Is the person from Tampa? It was, uh, yeah, it was a Tampa to Denver flight, as I recall. Well, uh, if it's Tampa, it's it's Floridope escalated. Yes, this is what we've too. determined. And, and I'm sure it was a, a transplanted Tampa person, right? But Or maybe somebody from Denver going back. You know, who knows? But Nah, they're all high. <laughs> <laughs> In several different ways. Yeah. But that Frontier <laughs> flight was supposed to be leaving Tampa to Denver, and this this woman became unruly. Now, I don't know the nature of it, but she was asked to get off the airplane. It wasn't going to leave until she got off. She gets mad, grabs the intercom phone on the way out in the galley, and smacks the flight attendant with it. She was arrested for assault, duh. And according to the FAA, I think that's the 670th case this year. Oh, my God. Passenger. <laughs> but last year we had 2,455 for the whole year. Some of that we had issues with, with masks and things. But the thought is that uh, 670 we're not even halfway through the year yet. This woman was able, after she was arrested, to book a reservation on another flight. And I'm thinking, what does it take for us to do if we assault a uniformed crew member on a flight that we can just trot on down the counter and grab a ticket on another airline? Drives me out of my mind. If somebody is assaulting a flight attendant or a fellow passenger, they shouldn't be allowed to fly for one, maybe three years, maybe five years. Don't ban them for life, but really give it some some consequence here. And for whatever the reason, we continue not to do it, and it drives me out of my mind. I'd, I'd give them things. one flight, one flight left in life. It's like your one f- call when you get arrested. Right. One flight is to fly them right to the loony bin, and then that's it. <laughs> Uh, just drive, you know, why we, well, airlines don't want to do it because it would require additional manpower, even though that word can't be used today. I'm going to use it anyways. And that's, that costs money. So as a result, what takes place is airlines are saying, no, we're, we're not going to allocate those resources to managing that type of process. Now, this individual will never fly Frontier again. They will be banned, blacklisted, forevermore cast away. 
but you have all the other airlines that operate between those cities and others that this individual is going to be able to, to go from there. And I can tell you this, she's going to be facing probably 10 years of issues. This flight was delayed for four hours. Ooh. She's going to get a fine from the Federal Aviation Administration. could be ten dollars to $15,000. She's going to be facing legal ramifications. You have somebody on that flight that was headed for a very important business meeting or trying to get to a relative before they passed away, and all of those things didn't happen. You're talking about civil lawsuits where this individual is going to be sued because she was the responsible party for delaying that flight. It is absolutely unbelievable. And Frontier could even come back and say, you delayed our flight, you cost us X amount of dollars in revenue, we're suing you as well. Wow. I say just ground her. Well, I say do all of the above, but you know, I, I don't know exactly how much is going to happen. But you know, people are amazed at what happens when they just – one action that can create a whole series of consequences – and, uh, you know, sometimes alcohol is involved. Some people, look, we don't know what's happened. This lady might have been having the worst day of her life where she received the worst possible news ever. And, and you always have to keep that in mind. But that's no excuse to assault anyone, including a, a uniformed crew member. And these flight attendants put up with so much. And I've told you, these people that snap their fingers at flight attendants to get their next drink, <laughs> I want to grab their iPad and smack them upside the head because those are emergency evacuation specialists that are there to save their life. And they deserve a heck of a lot more credit than, and respect than they're getting. As we wrap up here, Jay, here we are headed towards Memorial Day. Like we said, it's really the official start of the summer travel season. Triple A and well, every other travel agency is coming out and saying or organization is saying that it's going to be one of the busiest travel, you know, ground and sky seasons that we've had in a long, long time. From everything you're seeing so far, does that sound accurate? It's going to be more. Absolutely more. Mm. In fact, we talked about all the planes that are grounded. Uh, you're looking at some of the TSA numbers. If you if you Google TSA numbers, it'll give you a TSA checkpoint travel list. It'll show you every single person that was screened yesterday, as well as you know last year, year before, year before, year before. Yesterday we had 2.6 million people screened to fly. Year in, in pre-pandemic 2019, that same day was 2 million people. Ooh. Many of the days we have more people being screened today than we had pre-pandemic. We recognize there was a lot more flights flying pre-pandemic than now since we have so many grounded. So that means we have more people flying on fewer flights. They're going to be packed. There's no room for air. As long as we have perfect weather for the entire summer, nobody calls in and no IT issues from the airlines, I think we're going to make it. Mm. Other than that, buckle up. It's going to be an interesting ride to see how all this goes. Wow. Well, that's why we you're here for no us, buddy. shortage of things to talk about, my friends. I and, can promise you that. And I'm sure, no, there won't be any stress in the skies. We won't get no. any crazy <laughs> more uh, stories like that for people misbehaving out of Tampa. No, it won't happen Never. at all. All right. Uh, for that more uh, Flight 850 information right there, 850WFTL.com. On the Morning Show blog right there, but also DayTradeFund.com. I heard you're making money already today. Well, we made it to get it out of the way. I made our $1,000 for the day in about four minutes. I said, let me get rid of that so that when we talk, my focus is completely on our discussion. And oh. you know, that's how much I appreciate uh, this show. I, I, I want no distractions. Well, I'm glad you made money before talking yeah. to us. We lost money before that, but that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Bill. A lot of us, are. it's day over. But listen, always good talking to you, my friends. Happy Memorial Day care. coming up. Uh, we'll talk to you in a week. Looking forward to it. Thank you. Thank Take you, care. man. Bye. Hey, coming up next, we had a little uh, golf history, a nice nice feel-good moment during that PGA Championship. Not just a local winner, but a guy that hit a hole-in-one. It was a nice a, story. Isn't that sweet? It doesn't we, happen a lot. Are we got that and more. It's coming up next, the South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here.
News Talk 850 WFTL, the South Florida Morning Show. Welcome back in for the weekend. There's Jen, there's Diener, I'm Bill. And uh, the most important news of the day we can't forget about. Happy birthday to you. That's all we paid for. I'm sorry, Jen, but happy birthday. Thanks, guys. Trying to avoid these. You know, you get my kids are like, what do you want to do? What, birthdays? Yeah. (laughs) Beats the alternative. (laughs) Well, it's nice being on this side of the earth, that's for sure. (laughs) Right. The past past six years have been somewhat questionable, you know. One never knows, but yesterday was very nice. I celebrated with my kids and family. It was nice. Isn't that awesome? Very low-key, just the way it should be. Low key, you had like twenty people at your house. Well, it was. You're like, oh, I ain't getting sleep. <laughs> <laughs> that had something to do with all the booze that was being poured. Well, it's not my fault. People, I oh, have another drink. Here you go, it's your birthday. It's like okay, great. <laughs> I'm on the float, just pouring away. Thank you very much. Not a bad way to do it. That was right. pretty nice. We had another uh, big event over the weekend. Yeah, obviously there was a lot of hard news to talk about, but here's something awesome, and it turned into a feel-good story. For first of all, local kid Brooks Kepka. How many championships does he have now? How many? How many? How many big tournament wins? Because he just won the PGA Championship. Was this four or five? five? It was five for him. Yeah, it's a big deal, and he hasn't won in a couple of years. Uh, there was talk that he'd been injured, and you know he was going through some pain stuff. And it's nice to see he made a comeback. And he's a young guy. I mean, he's going to be around for a long time. You know, so it was nice to see him win. I was like, good for you. And there was another story that came out of this thing. This is the feel-good story everybody's talking about. This. Uh, this guy, Michael Block is his name. He became a fan favorite. He hit a hole-in-one. He's a teaching golf pro in Mission Viejo, California. He only made the cut four times in 24 PGA events. But now, on the 15th hole, he teed off and the ball landed perfectly in the hole Bing. for an ace. And it, the only it's funny because usually how they know is they hear the crowd reaction. Yeah. And I think that's what, what got him to realize, I just hit a hole-in-one. So it was like pretty cool. I gotta get the guy credit. This is exactly what it sounded like, in fact. So we can dial this trajectory right. He looks very good. He's got the distance right. Oh! Are you kidding me? A dunk! And then he got emotional. I appreciate you making me cry. I'm living a dream. I'm making sure that I enjoy this moment. I've learned that after my 46 years of life. It's not gonna get better than this. There's no way. No chance in hell. And cheers to the 29,000 uh, PGA Tour professionals, PGA professionals in the world. It's for you guys. Thank you. It's a great okay, story. So this guy's a pro at a country club, you know. So, I mean, he's really, really good, and he's only made the cut four times. Wow. How, how good are, are these people on the PGA and the Live Golf Tour? Unbelievable. And they're incredible is what they are. And now because he's got this going on, he qualifies because he was top 15. In the finish for the 2024 PGA Championship. So, and then Brooks Kepka will be back right there trying to win it uh, again. So good for him. Uh, it's Michael, a nice little cup. Michael writes, why not on the golf ball to motivate himself a little bit? Oh, that's pretty cool. Isn't that cool? It's cool. Oh. It's a great story. I'd put today's my day to win. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, wouldn't that be more like You'd write, get out of my way. <laughs> or I'll hit you with a club. That's no. <laughs> probably, that's it. All right, we got uh, Rapid Fire coming up again just past bottom of the hour. We'll uh, let you know what you need to know. Coming up next, the South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. Time for Jen and Bill's Rapid Fire on News Talk 850 WFTL. All right, one more time for this morning anyway. What's going on in your world? Jen's going to start it off. Well, uh, you know, you can have the bragging rights. Diener didn't realize it was going on. Your birthday? No. That too, yeah. (laughs) I I knew that it was happening, and we were standing on my porch looking up and saw nothing but clouds. But you 
got to see the SpaceX rocket, which is actually, it's the AX2. It's an Axiom rocket, but it's the Axiom company using most of SpaceX's stuff. If that makes sense. But the thing about this is that they had real life people on the launch. Yeah, they had four people on. The commander was a retired astronaut. It's a woman. Amazing. And then everybody else was a paying subject. I don't know how much they paid. Humans, though. This is a big deal in just sending up those Starlink satellites. I I haven't seen anything else about this. It's a big deal when we send people into space. Listen, I only saw it because I was walking Cooper and we saw neighbors gathering and looked up and there it was. Wow. Good for you because it was really cloudy at my house. We saw nothing. What time was this at? 537. 537. Four passengers, three of them paying, as I mentioned. Uh, they're now going to, the, they might already have docked with the International Space Station. One of them is the very first woman from Saudi Arabia to ever go to space. First of all, not for nothing, to have a woman from Saudi Arabia in that I, program is kind of a big deal, let alone go to space, right? right? Yeah, right. can you believe that? Wow. She's a stem cell researcher. So wow. they're wow. going to be at the International Space Station. They dock, they stay for eight days, and they come home. How about that? It's kind of like... Uh, they're, they're testing out, like, jumping spots for the moon. So right. We shall see. So the, so, so they, they stop by for a little vacation, a little visit. Then they leave the people on the space station back there. They're like, take us with you. Yeah, see you oh, later, Bob. Did you bring food? <laughs> We're going. Li- they might have brought some supplies, I would assume, as such. So, wow. But it's the second all-private mission to the uh, orbiting outpost. So it's pretty cool. Not bad. It's amazing to think that that's what it's going to be like in the future, where we say... You know, oh, we're going to the space station, and then they're going to be going to the moon from there. And that's how things going to be. Well, the space station is going to go bye-bye. It's just a matter of building it something yeah. new. And then so. from the moon, they'll be taking off to Mars, and the moon will be the out, the, moon, the, the Mars outpost. How was your weekend? Yeah, good. Went to space. Yeah, yeah right. Went to the moon, hung out, got a little moon tan, yeah, came that back. That's about it, yeah. you know. <laughs> All right, well, how about coming to Florida? Yes or no? The NAACP is warning oh. African Americans to stay away from our state. It's unreal. An official warning. Please. Happened over the weekend. The group issued a formal travel advisory for the state. They cites it cites what it calls the governor's aggressive attempts to erase Black history. Oh my good gosh! And to restrict DEI programs that would be diversity, equity, and inclusion programs in Florida schools. NAACP also says Florida is openly hostile towards African Americans, people really? of color, and LGBTQ plus individuals. Wow. You talk about gaslighting! What a joke! You know, first of all, this is how seriously you should take this. Is any free-thinking individual going to not go to this state simply because an organization told them? Right. And the second thing is, notice how they issued this after spring break? Yeah, it's a good point, too. Wow. I don't think anybody would listen. Good luck stopping people from coming to Florida. What was the state you had last week, Jen? Twelve on average, twelve hundred people a day are moving to the moving state. Yeah. yeah. Not to mention the tourism, in, uh, you know, industry booming. Yeah. All across the state. Good luck. A- as well Please. as real estate. I don't know. Maybe it's slowed down here. My brother's trying to buy a house in Naples. He's in a bidding war now, so he just backed out. Oh, wow, really? Yeah. He was like, "I'm done." Wow. <laughs> and it was not a cheap home. I was like, "Okay." That's the amazing thing, too. It's expensive stuff. No, I mean, not to give like too much information, but in in uh, a family member, in their development, someone just sold a house, $700,000 cash. Cash. Person, again, comes down from New York. Oh, yeah. You probably have a house that you just sold for $2.5 million. You think, that's nothing. I'll pay you in cash right now to move to a state that has no state taxes, where I just came from New York with 75% state tax. Yeah. I know I'm exaggerating, but... I mean, it's, it's right. and it still happens, no problem. It was oh, by the way, that was one day on the market in in uh, Wellington, Florida, I down mean, the road from here. We joke about it all the time. The amount of New Yorkers coming down here, but look what it's doing to your housing values. 
Uh, great, right. you got to still go somewhere, sure. but I get it. But look at the equity you're building. Yep. I don't know. There's two huge developments going up near me, and they just both announced just phase two because they already sold out phase one. It's amazing. And they're not cheap homes. <laughs> so I'm like, the their people are crazy what you're spending. So good luck stopping people from coming to Florida. Wow. <laughs> it's good for business. Yeah. Traffic's so, going to be worse, but it's good for business. You know what else might be good for business? Sorry, Jen. The way that South Florida sports teams are playing. Come hella high water, I'm doing the sports update. Jim, what do you have? <laughs> well, I got sports, but it's got nothing to do with those two lousy teams from South Florida. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> so it's You have to say bad things because if you say good things, the Celtics are going to come back and rally and win. Trust just, me, that's not going to happen. I don't know. I'm just doing an update. This isn't a celebration. I'm just doing an update. But going, it, it really is a fun time, all kidding aside. Even going back, I was saying to Jen on the break, Back to March Madness with FAU and yeah. University of Miami with their final four run. How much fun that was together. And now you have the Florida Panthers playing game three tonight. Down here, they're up 2 They win both games in overtime on the road at Carolina. Wow. They're two wins away from the Stanley Cup final, only their second time in franchise history. Going back to 90, 1996 was the last time they Good were there. Them. And then the Miami Heat go up 3-0 last night on the Boston Celtics. They're one win away from the NBA Finals. So... They have all this happen at the same time. It's on down here. It's unprecedented. It's, so it's it's a lot of fun. I'm just hoping it continues. It's really Dinger's cool to been see. been on a, a roll because you do realize he picked the Preakness winner. Oh, National Treasure. Only because I like the movie. Oh, huh. <laughs> National Treasure won the Preakness. It's Bob Baffert's horse, as a matter of fact. Yeah, I didn't just know he was there. prior to the running of the Preakness, he... One of his other horses having a meltdown was the name of it. Broke its leg. They had to put it down. Yeah, that was sad. He was like crying in the interview and stuff. Uh, that's a big deal. Well, he's, he's crying because his horse just died, but yeah. he also just lost, you know, millions and millions Oof. of dollars. In lots of ways. That's just a brutal sport. I it, mean, it, it, it is. It's there tough. are many people who believe, for example, like when you do dressage, which is horse dancing, or you do jumping like they do out in Wellington, those horses don't start that kind of training till they're much older. You got to mature Be- the bones. Yeah, I mean, because their legs aren't developed. Right. And a lot of people say with racehorsing when you're running two and three year olds that's why the jockeys are so little and weigh so less yeah so it's no extra strain on the horse but it, it is their legs aren't developed so can i ask i'm fascinated by jockeys by the way i always have been you know when they do because we all watch the kentucky derby and they do sure. the walkout from the stalls and you know they're all there and they do the intro and oh, it's, yeah. it's like an nfl intro now like yeah. this do they just identify around the horse world they're pretty sure that this kid's going to be a little fella, <laughs> but he knows horses, mm-hmm. and they kind of groom him to be a jockey? Or I, you find an adult little fella, <laughs> and you and you say, we need you to be a jockey. How does this work? And I think it's you realize you're going to be small, so you're going to say, well, okay, I'll be a jockey. A lot of a lot of my friends, as a matter of fact, that one of my girlfriends is Puerto Rican, and she was like, look at all the Puerto Rican jockeys. This is great. Ah. She was all excited. Well, so there are I guess a lot of, if, yeah. you, if you're tiny, and you know you're going to be tiny, the odds are you know somebody else that's tiny and they're already a jockey. Like, is it have there been a lot of family lineage? Like, have there been like sons of jockeys because they you know got the genes? Or how does this work? I have no idea. They are. I know they're not. It's I don't not. Think, it's not dwarfism. Yeah, no. Ronnie Turcott. I do not believe had any kids, and he was one of the Rose Secretariat. So I, I don't think so. I just think it's you know you, you know you're going to be little, and it's something you like to do. You just don't get on a horse that runs that fast, and you're good at it. That's a talent. It's hard to stay on yeah. those guys. They you can you imagine know, some young kid that's like really good. He's a really good rider, but he got too big. Yeah, and it's like sorry. <laughs> he grew out of being a jockey. What was the one with the, what's his name? Spider Man guy. Oh, Toby McGuire. Toby McGuire. Right. Was what was the name of the horse he was on? That was Seabiscuit uh, back yeah. in the day. Same yeah. thing. And Buttercup. 
No, no. Buttercup, Buttercup, Buttercup was the, was the buddy. Pal right. Palomino that liked him. Anyway, your horse won. Mage that won the triple that won the Kentucky Derby came in third. There you so go. no triple crown winner. Yeah, well, those are the winners. Unfortunately, the Kyles not winners. Oh no. We I talked mean. about this coming up. The town of Kyle, Texas. That's uh, because did our Kyle go? We do have a Kyle that works here. I don't think he went. No, nah, see, he screwed this up. Would have put him <laughs> over the top. They were trying to break the or set the Guinness World Record for the largest gathering of people with the same name of Kyle, and they <laughs> failed. Wow. The Gathering of the Kyles. That was called. That's what it was called. <laughs> Sounds threatening. Took place. I know. Kyle fest. Took place, and then you get the word that they didn't break it, and they're all like mad. Oh no! Took place Sunday at Lake Kyle Park. It's about a half an hour south of Austin. More than eighteen hundred Kyles showed up. Wow. Still not enough. Wow! The record is held by the gathering of more than twenty three hundred Ivans what? from where in Eastern Europe. Oh wow! That was in twenty seventeen. So they fell Ivans. way short of this. Yeah, Holy did. cow! They needed more Kyles. Bunch of bumps. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe there's nothing in Kyle, Texas, that they wanted to go for. Oh, no. This is the fourth. This is how sad this is. This is the fourth time the city of Kyle, Texas, has tried this. Oh, they gotta uh, get it together. Come on, come hey, on. Hey, stink. <laughs> hey, stink at this. Try something else. Try sad. like the biggest chili pot or something. Yeah, something. Move on. <laughs> <laughs> or all the bobs in the world, you know, yeah, the most gathering those. of bobs. I mean, got something. Bob somewhere. Man. So actually, Bill, my last story here to finish off rapid fire for today is also goes with with a uh, world record because there's a guy. Would you want to do this? I'm kind of caught. I'm t- kind of torn on this. He traveled the world. Sounds great. He went to every single country. It took him over ten years. All one hundred one hundred ninety three oh. countries. No desire. Finished off in Turkmenistan. Oh, why would he much, finish right? off there? I don't know. Maybe why don't you just go someplace nice. Think of some of the countries you have to go to. Yeah. yeah well, like here I am. Torn, yeah. I'm on the eyes. Here's Iraq. Yeah. Here's here here's I am Iran. In Yugoslavia. It's like, yeah. I, it, why? And I how much know. money does this guy have? That's not cheap. So I'm wondering too. I saw a picture of him. He doesn't look like this, some guy who's super rich. Is but he I like mean, a YouTuber? No, it's just uh, just some guy who started this like ten years ago or so and wanted to do it and. He did it, all 193 countries. But yeah, think about all the, you know, impoverished nations, no. war-torn Mm-mm. countries. Nope. Yeah, but think just think of the great places. One country you want to go to? Uh, Italy. Always want to. You? Nebraska. Yeah! Sorry, that was that line from Dog Day Afternoon. <laughs> I want to go to Nebraska. Uh, Scotland, probably. Nice. Mm. But there's so much lot. in this country I still want to see. Yeah, true. There's a lot to see here. I'm a firm believer. Yeah, I will. I will drive across the country and visit every state before I go anywhere. That I one day. That we do for yeah. sure. Yeah, it's coming up, guys. You know, retirement's right around the corner. Just well, just take me, us on your trip. With you know, we'll be in the back seat. Yeah. Hey, well, can you imagine? Change the channel. <laughs> can we go to Iowa? Shut up. <laughs> we'll do. We'll do the show on the road trip. We'll bring the Comrex in the road trip. Man. We can do it. We yes. can do it. It's not going to be a van. It's going to be a very large motorhome, okay. and you two will be way in the back. All That's right. fine. That's fair. That's fine. <laughs> Just let you know. Got some rock and roll news that broke over the weekend. You know the band, the Foo Fighters? Sadly, they lost their drummer, Taylor Hawkins. They've got a drummer. And the way they announced it was pretty fun. Actually, it was really funny. I'm not a big Foo Fighters fan, but yeah. it was really funny the way they did it. Got that and some other stuff coming up next. The South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. The South Florida Morning Show. Welcome to Monday. And thanks, as always, for hanging out with us. There's Jen, the birthday girl. <laughs> okay, everybody, chime in. What'd you get her? All right, I hear you. That's good. Good ideas. Good ideas. South Florida's chiming in. Thank Got a big you. surprise for you. 
I got uh, <laughs> a lot of almond joy bars. It was oh, like gross. And my kids didn't talk to each other, so it was kind of funny. My son-in-law came in with a. I mean, it, it's a bag full of almond joy bars. I was oh. like, then I opened up this chest yeah, that my daughter's got me, and they're wonderful. They're wonderful. Well, happy birthday, Jen. Thank you so very much. There's Diener, uh, Bill. I don't, we've been so busy today. Is there is there a morning show blog today? I have no idea. Oh, wow. If, if you didn't put anything up, it's okay, because <laughs> I forgot too. No, it just, I kind of snuck a couple in there. Oh. There oh. was um, this kid, we, we talked about him earlier. It's really a great visual. He's a first grader. Oh, I like this kid. Now he's going into second grade, and he's very excited because he's celebrated coming off the bus on his last day of school in yeah. his Stone Cold Steve Austin fashion. It's fantastic. I love this kid. He's a little scary, though. Because I saw intense, the video yeah. a couple of times over the weekend when you hear the the audio just isolated. He's a little scary. He's a first grader, and he comes off the bus doing the Steve Austin. You're right, and it sounds like this. Somebody get me a what? Somebody give me a hell yeah. Oh. That was always Stone Cold's thing. Give me a hell yeah. And then the whole crowd would say it. Hear the bus in the background. And he's got two milk cartons and he slams them together and starts chugging the milk like Stone Cold used to do with the beer. It's it's good. This kid's going to be a serial killer by the time he's 20. The second time hearing that on second thought, no, I think the kid's nuts. He's a little kid. He throws, oh, he's got milk all over him. He's got stink, stinky clothes. Oh, God, no. I think you got to keep an eye on this kid. That video's on the blog. He might have to go to the nervous hospital here (laughs) pretty soon. Check it out. He's scary. And then we have, we finally found a use for AI where we feel okay where it's not going to try to kill us. What's that? A lawnmower. Oh, yeah, until it runs you over and chops you up well, into a million pieces. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> we were excited for that. It was I like a little it. Zumba for your, uh, room, what do you call those yeah, the things? Yeah, the Roomba. Roomba for your lawn. Until it gets mad at your cats and starts chasing them around trying to kill them. <laughs> yeah, or you. Yeah. Yeah, you that's know? right. <laughs> you didn't I need am. that. You didn't need those toes, did you? <laughs> I am coming for you. It would not be good. Would not be good. All right, well, this is cool. It's another feel-good story, actually. Remember the Foo Fighters? Great rock band. Well, sadly, they lost their drummer last year, I think it was, Taylor Hawkins. And they got a big tour coming up soon. They're recording again. Needed to find a new replacement member, and they did it with a funny video. They're standing around. It's their L.A. rehearsal studio. And legendary drummers stop by. Chad Smith. Of oh, the Chili that, Peppers. Oh, is that who that was? Is he the one with the food? Yeah. One of them comes in with, hey, here's your payway. And they go, oh, what a great guy. And then the whole band's talking. And what? thanks for dropping off the food, dude. You have a great day. Okay, see you later, boys. And he leaves. And then Tommy Lee comes in oh, for see, a bunch I, of different reasons. Oh, I didn't see Tommy Lee. And then uh, and then their new drummer, Josh, Josh Freeze, has been patiently waiting to rock out the whole time. But you don't know he's there because right. all you see is it's the perspective of the band, just all the band leaders sitting there talking. You know, Dave Grohl's talking about, oh, thanks. Somebody else walks in, they they shaved their poodles. Yeah, that was, <laughs> it was, um, it was Danny that. Carey, Tools drummer. Okay, so he comes in, oh, thanks, dude, thanks. And finally you hear, are we ever going to play a song? And they all turn around, and this guy's sitting at the drum kit, and then they, they go into rehearsal. Here's the, a guy's, the guy's good. Here's a little sampler of what that sounded like. Fist fight. Fist fight. On set. Come on. Hey! Is a white Mercedes blocking me? Oh. Uh, <laughs> is that you, Rami? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we'll be there in a second. Thanks, Chad. Uh, I love Chad. Really? Yeah. 
man. Dudes. Oh. Hey. Hey, 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 what's up, man? I got the VF Changs. Oh, yes. <laughs> Tony Lee. Oh, you're the best. Thanks, bro. Yeah, you just put it in the kitchen for us, uh, would you? Cool. Okay, cool. All right, thanks, Tommy. See you on the road. See you, See you buddy. See ya. Excuse me. Guys, could we just, like, I don't know, play a song? Sure, Josh. Yeah. All right, yeah, sure. Okay. And that's him. <laughs> and that's him. He's How about my... Tommy Lee delivering the, the P.F. Changs? It was hysterical, though. It's, it's, oh, you're blocking in my Mercedes. It just keeps on coming in. Good for them. Anyway, we're done. Thank you so very much. You all have a great day. We will be back tomorrow morning at 6 o'clock. We would love to see you then. Happy birthday. Thanks Yay. so very much. We'll see you tomorrow. <laughs>